Oh, a second take. <laughs> How unique. <laughs> Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Pod on Facebook, Ivy Podcast on Twitter and uh, Instagram. And mail at ivypod is our email. Let's begin episode 82 of the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. Welcome. Hi, John. And to avoid a weird elephant in the room, you know, awkward silence, uh, welcome Jay. Howdy. Jay Roach in the house today, Illinois Valley legend. Yeah, I hardly. I, I, I don't think so. It's well, just in my own mind. Well, that's all right. Another local we podcast think. host. No, long time, yeah. yeah, podcast host, long time Longtime friend of our show yeah, and wow. sponsor back in actually yeah. really like the golden era of yeah. Ivy Pod because that's when we were actually getting people to listen consistently, consistently with recording shows. with shows and, and what every guests. other week. So yeah, you were you were in there for the for the golden age. So with the music machine, yeah. So appreciate yeah. that. Right. I'm, I'm still with music machine, of course, right. for all your DJ needs. I'm getting a freebie in now. Yeah, yeah. freebie, nice for all your well, music we, needs. Give me a call <laughs> yeah. or a text or. Well, thanks for joining us. This is believe it or not, you were uh, not only are you here for uh the the very first episode in my basement i made it palatial mansion yeah i finally made it you know everybody usually starts in their basement it's taken us 82 episodes and i'm finally recording in my basement so this is like a big deal for me i was i was in a room next to a bathroom forever so (laughs) and and also uh this is our nine-year anniversary wow this week is it really? Yes. Longest running a podcast in the Illinois we Valley. We jumped on it early. We sure did. Yeah. So, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but uh, Ari Shafir on Skeptic Tank did a re, uh, did an episode with Brian Redband where they talked about like podcasts and, you know, Redband, he called him the pod father because yeah. he helped get so many comedians on the West Coast, at least, into podcasts and like sort of the origins of it all. And I remember thinking like, we were in that era. You didn't yeah. bring us up at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Brian Redman. But yeah, I always remember thinking, "It's like yeah. I can't believe it's been going this long." Because it's it always felt so new, and you'd have to explain to people what it is. But I think it's actually finally mainstream. Well, there's a. I think there right? was a, I don't know how long ago that was. Like a couple months ago, I remember posting something that said fifty percent of households have podcast listeners, which and it equated to. A pretty, I don't know. I'm, it was. It's, it's it no. Was a, it was probably well, like, no less than what would AM radio. This is same back in the it's day. It's a phenomenal amount, yeah. you know, and it's nice because you can, unlike AM radio, where sometimes they'd have a great guest and then sometimes they wouldn't. Yeah. You know, now you can listen to if you like true crime, you only have like about fifty thousand of them to pick right. from. Oh, there's or so many. Those comedy. have those have popped up as probably yeah. one of the most dominant. I think that was what. There's I mean, some good, there's some really bad ones out there too, but there's some really good ones. I mean. Everything and some of them bridge the gap, you know, to where like uh, especially like the comic ones will get into the movies and uh, toys and you know and it's uh, it seems like there's a podcast for everything now storytelling every, too like that's becoming a popular yeah. genre which is yeah. cool did like you, fiction. yeah I I was just talking to my friend Sarah and I'm like hey you she was talking about starting up a podcast and just because uh, she likes to write and stuff I'm like you should do thirty minute fairy tales. Mm-hmm. And just write a story, and she's like, "Where'd you read that?" I'm like, "Nothing. I'm just sitting here in the office, bored." You know, like, I mean, hard anything working work. hard. 
Oh. Well, so that's actually a good segue. I wasn't going to talk about this yet, but I'm just throwing this out there because I've talked to people over the years who are interested in podcasting, um, but they maybe don't want to, to create the feed. So I was thinking, this is just an idea. I was thinking about a, a new podcast for the Illinois Valley where it would be like just a wide open feed, kind of like a, a podcast incubator where if someone out there wanted to record a show, they could... They would need to get recording equipment, which these days all you need is really an iPhone mm-hmm. and a halfway. You don't even you don't need a mic, but at the very least a microphone and an iPhone, and you can create some good content. Send it to me, and then I'll just publish it on this feed, and it'll be wide open to anybody who wants to record something. I can sell you all a mic. I got like seven of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I got some podcast mics. I got some uh, <clears throat> DJ mics, which I, I just like using the mics I use to DJ because I like. Uh, I'll give them a cheap plug. Sure, mics. Okay. I like them. Um, I, I don't know what you guys use, Audio. but I really like them. And yes. uh, Audio Technica. Audio sure, Technica. are kind of famous for for good podcast Well, well sure. That's what uh, all of our fine presidents over the years, that's the brand of mics they've been using now for like 50-some years. Wow. Really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's good trivia. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Either that or the guy at Guitar Center lied to me, but I'm, but, but you know what? But you know what? I uh, checked it out, and he uh, that does check out. Okay. So I mean, if anybody out there is listening, is interested in uh, recording a show, but don't, you don't want to have the hassle of actually creating a show, you just want to try it out, or even like anybody who's currently podcasting who has a format they stick to, but they want to maybe try exploring a new direction, a new format, this would be a chance to do it too. So if you're interested, I don't know, I haven't actually committed to this yet. I don't know how it's, many people I've had conversations with about they have ideas for some content that they want to generate or create and that the, and I think it's the either figuring out the technical side of it, which John's a whiz at, but it, it's the, the feed part. I think that intimidates more than more. Most people is I don't even know where to start and is kind of the general gist of it. And we, like we've talked about, especially in our early days is like, what, what is it? Seven episodes or something like that. The lucky number seven, if yes. you get past episode seven, you got a good chance of yeah, that longevity. was funny Cause I was going to tell people, look, Bank them. All right. Bank them. Before you even start, do about at least five podcasts. If you can, yeah. So, Pound them you out. know, and then you can figure out how fast you can get to them. You know, when I was on My Worst Holiday, we tried to do them every week. And at one point, we had, and we'd do two a night. And at one point, we had like six banked. And then uh, Mark's got a daughter, and they went and did stuff, and he's got a wife, and... I, I never canceled because I'm boring with no lifestyle. <laughs> it, it was pretty rare that I would say, hey, I can't do it. Uh, but we pretty much every Wednesday, then we switched it to Tuesday. Yeah. And But we could knock out two a night. The hard part's finding guests. And uh, you, we got in the habit of getting other podcasters. Well, you know who how you build your audience doing that? You don't. Right. You, you know, you, you got to cannibalize get, each other. We we should have reached out, and I know we did, but you were busy all the time because you got like what thirteen kids. I uh, yeah yeah something like you, that. You know, so you're busy. <laughs> you're busy if you're not changing diapers. You're making new ones, and uh, you know, but you reach out and stuff. And, and I don't think I think it was lost. There was a, there's a whole bunch of local Illinois Valley flavor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and we I think we. Uh, we should have gotten more local people, which I don't think uh, Mark, Ma, uh, Mr. Holiday, whatever he wants to go by. Uh, I don't think he... Doc. I don't, yeah, I don't think that he thought that uh, would carry over to 
people not from the Illinois Valley. But number one, you're pulling in some Illinois Valley listeners because we had Alex Shefchak on from, uh, now he's in Dead Rest. Check him out. Great band, punk. Uh, but he was in uh, um, Those Dirty Thieves. And Alex was number one. He was an, an amazing. But we got a couple of their friends who would listen because they yep. want to hear Alex. Yeah, it's a chain reaction. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how, yeah. That's how it worked for us back when we were having a lot of guests. But But his stories were also amazing if you folks haven't you, you all got to look it up because alex at one point accidentally stole a car uh nice. just amazing stuff uh that I, probably actually, uh for the my worst holiday i think my one of if not my favorite show you guys did was the Durley ones Durley's great he's funny i'd yeah. like to get him on here he is he's, he's around he, still right yeah, oh yeah, he, yeah he's yeah, got yeah. a youtube channel he's got, yeah like, a he does like channel. cooking with the Durley and stuff he I, I bet funny. he's a hell of a cook too. He reminded me when that that episode you guys did with him, or you guys have had, yeah. you had him more than once, right? Yeah, I, two two or three times. So yeah. it, it reminded me of the way Rogan when he always has uh, what's his name who eats all the gummy bears, um, Joey Diaz. Joey oh. Diaz, yeah. Yeah, that's who it reminded me that the flavor. Joey Diaz. <laughs> that's the only thing I could say about Joey Diaz is every <laughs> you guys aren't uh, you guys are all PG. Yeah, PG thirteen, PG thirteen. Still, compared from where I came from, you guys are PG. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're a risky guest. You guys are Bambi. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I am Pulp Fiction. Well, you mentioned twenty fifth anniversary of that. Yeah. This, that's like, right. This month, right? That's right. I saw, I saw that, that in theaters. Post. My mom took me. I was only fourteen. Very nice. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember seeing that my first with my copy. Parents. I felt uncomfortable watching. Yeah, it totally. My, my copy. My first copy of that was on VHS. <laughs> me too. Because my mom bought it and didn't understand it, and she's like, "Here, take this piece of crap. movie." And I'm just like, "It's so good." <laughs> it was. All right. Sorry to it's detract from the conversation. Yeah. No, so, but actually. Going kind of springboarding off what you were talking about, I will throw these out really quick. Shout out to local independent podcasts and radio personalities. I like to do this. Uh, Hard Rock Radio Network, Retro Arcade, the uh, mentioned already before, My Worst Holiday, uh, Spark of Hope Podcast, Talking Twitch, although I think uh, he, he renamed his show again. This guy who used to live around here, Nick. Uh, who, Don't change your name, folks. Yeah, stop changing your name. Stop changing your name. Nick, I, that's actually a really, that's a really good name, Talking Twitch. I, I uh, 100% agree. Uh, Drunken Cousins. I just discovered these guys via our Instagram. That sounds like something we used to talk about on My Worst he, Holiday. I don't those, know. I, he's, are, he, I started he, listening. They're funny. He's untapped. Is my, that's how I think I've, I started following him. This stuff is through like I, my beer drinking app. See, I think I, you need to go on their show, Clayton. I, I, they, they messaged that they were there because they want to know. A lull, I guess, too. Oh. They're going to be re-recording. Okay. And my first thought was you because you got the beer IQ. Sure, so, I can. I can just talk. Saying that, I, have guys, zero, I have zero beer IQ. Cousins, I can talk. Get suds. Clayton. He's he's the beer man. I, I, um, audio uh, audio out sessions. That you know, we got to wish Jeff. Jeff well. I hope he's yeah. doing good. I know he's back to work. He so. just he? went back today. Yeah. Good. Did, That's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah well. I, was, I was shocked, and Jeff's such a good dude, and so he's, down, brother. He's working working his ass off. Yes, so. he is. 80 hours a week, man. That, yeah. that kills you. Yeah. Um, last one would be LP Lunch Club, which is, uh, you know, I guess, at least for now, they're still doing it. They it's started it last year where they record. They have a podcast, a big group of yeah. people record at LP like lunch or something. Uh, see, that's probably really, during study hall. I don't know. I, that's actually pretty clever, and it's uh, like a, a, a skill they can use. Yeah, mm-hmm. just keep it going. That's all Absolutely. you gotta do. Just put that. Just make content. Put it out. Just find the weird kids who are quiet. Mm-hmm. They got. They got the best stuff. <laughs> right. It's fine. Yeah. Exactly. You draw them out. Let them. Out, let them on your thing and just say, hey. 
What are you into? What are you? Yeah. Right. Tell what us, are you passionate about? Tell us. Because usually cool. the quiet weird ones are really passionate about something. Yeah. I have to hold back because I'm the I'm the geeky one. I, I but yeah, John I, used to withhold. We didn't know that he liked Star Trek until we were like till he got a girlfriend. <laughs> I still like it. I'm a, yeah. I'm a Trek geek who married a cheerleader. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Star Trek: The Next Generation. He held in my his charts too. I've actually yeah. it's on <laughs> Netflix. Netflix has the Next Generation, so I've been watching that. Good, pretty routinely lately. But well, before we before we jump into the show, uh, any like our usual stuff. You got anything you want to so like plug now, or you want to plug I, it later? I'll or? plug it. Now. I'll probably plug it throughout because I'm pretty good at throwing that stuff in. You ever see John Forrest Drag Race? Uh, he, he when he was done, he'd be like. Oh, you know, I was using my casserole and blah, 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 blah. He would knock off like 30 sponsors in, in, a, in a minute spot. His daughter, Ashley, right? She took yeah, over for yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the Force family. Yeah, but uh, look at you. Uh, um, but he would knock out like 30 sponsors. I'm pretty much the same way. Uh, right now, I am, uh, I'm still doing uh, Music Machine, but I'm also writing articles for uh, Spoiler Country. They are out of Washington, John and Kenrick. Or um, they do a, a podcast, and it's pop culture, a little bit of, they'll delve into a little bit of music, but they're starting to, we call it the Spoilerverse. So if you want to check out our stuff, hashtag Spoilerverse on Twitter. Um, uh, they have Mike Peacock. I'm horrible because I forget his podcast, and it's really good. But he does like a lot of local musicians and stuff, and they perform and talk about where they came from. Mike Peacock's just a good dude. He started out doing one where he just ranted about stuff, and his music one. And I like that, but his music one's really good. Cool. Uh, there's another one on there called Shooting the Sith. That's with Robert. Um, Casey does the Comic Jam. I don't think it's a podcast, but uh, they basically, John wrote a... Uh, or. John does a comic book, Ein's Anthology. It's coming out. I, I bought, got my copy on the uh, Kickstarter. Uh, Casey edits his comics, but they met through the podcast. Casey started listening to it right away, and that's how they all met. And uh, I think Kenrick wrote one of the uh, one of the stories for it and stuff like that. And it's going to be an ongoing thing. Uh, John, John and Kenrick work like legitimate jobs. One works for AT and T, and the other one does like tax code or something like that. They do in 365 days in a year, they probably do 200 podcasts in a year. Oh, geez, not to mention all the other podcasts they'll visit on. They, that's how we met them through My Worst Holiday, yeah. And we found them, uh, you know. And they have, uh, and now we're starting to the website, we're starting to uh, generate articles, which is what I do. So that's so you're, you're writing, I do a lot of writing, yeah. Pretty much my, my best medium is probably writing pop culture stuff. Uh, yeah, I just did an article to where, uh, did you guys see the new Joker movie? I haven't seen it yet. No. I it's, want to. It sucks. I hated it. You, you saw it? I did. You know, and I'm in the minority. There's a lot of people. Now people are starting to come around saying, oh, maybe that wasn't that good. Uh, I mean, it was okay. I mean, I thought his acting was really good. I thought the story was just, to me, I'm, I'm a, uh, I like the classic stories and it just didn't follow the, the canon, so to speak. Yeah. So that bugged me, but uh, well, it's tough his, to tough to. His uh, acting was really good. If they no would have one. named the movie Fleck about a guy who slowly slid into mental health issues, and then I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, we know who he becomes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he became the Joker, but just how his life went, it would have been a better movie. Oh, okay. It would have been uh, it would have been along the lines of uh, broadcast news. Uh, I don't know. If I'm old, so. 
I'll reference movies you guys are going to have to look up. <laughs> uh, I, I just wrote that. I just wrote an article today on uh, when Spider-Man goes back to Sony, which I'm like, it's me and two other people who hope that happened. Wait, I thought that they recently announced well, he's gonna, they're not, gonna, well, they're, they just signed he's going to do one more movie because Sony... Oh, just one? So, well, allegedly. Sony yeah. and, and Disney want to make a pile of money, so they're going to let him come they, back for It doesn't one more. make sense. I mean, they make so much money. I mean, I get it. Like, Sony yeah. could... Sony could probably pocket more money if they just cut Marvel out of the equation, but I don't know. I'd like, I'd like, I'd like him to go back to Sony. I, I don't like him in the MCU because number one, uh, he was never Iron Man's lackey. Uh, you know what's lost? I think in the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, but is, you can't go back now. I mean, it's already built up. Especially how many, the way how many, it, how many times not have to they spoil re- it? Not, not to spoil yeah. it, but you know the way that the well, last one ended, the Far From Home. But but. In in the comics, Peter Parker's probably one of the ten smartest men in the universe. Right, I mean, he's a, he's a genius. And when you watch that, he just looks stupid because he's never graduated high school. It's like, man, come on, just just let him. I, I'm not a big Tom Holland fan, but I wrote an article today. It's like, well, if he goes back to Sony, these are the ten villains they could make that I think would make the most sense from, uh, um, like Rhino, which we were promised a Rhino. Or it was hinted at the end of uh, the second Andrew Gar Amazing second Amazing Spider-Man two. It was promised, so yeah. they owe me a Rhino movie. <laughs> they owe me a Rhino movie. Damn, I I, I enjoyed him. I like Tom Holland. But I don't um, understand if he goes back. His the first villain should be Craven, because it's just pertinent. Because Craven's a big game hunter, and who hates all the social justice warriors out there? They hate big game hunting. It's horrible because they don't bother to see that. The big game hunting is paying for the conservation, and and uh, there, there's all. I'm not even going to go down that yeah. rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> How but, did we get there from Spider-Man? <laughs> well, you know, but but it's true though. I mean, I mean, it's a, a really good character that fits in today's time, to where people are going to be, they're going to hate Craven, and George Clooney should play him because he looks just like him. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, George would have to hit the gym and probably take some steroids. Yeah, I don't but. know that he's really done much lately. He, he's uh, I, directing mostly. Is he? Every once in a while he'll do like a little acting role, but he's directing mostly. Which uh, you can crack that puppy open. They yeah, I know. I I don't have bottles. I usually have bottles, so you can't hear the crack. Beer is better consumed in a can anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so anyway, you know, Cheers. I write stuff like that. Uh, I just wrote an article on Bella Lugosi because I uh, originally they wanted me to just write articles about Universal monsters, and then I'm like, can I write about other things? So I tried to keep it. Pop culture-ish. Oh, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me wipe. Been reviewing. Uh, Where do I you work- find it? It's it's on. A- uh, spoiler country. Okay. Just do that, okay. and you, you can find it. Uh, I also do lunch reviews, like because I work in an office, so I'm bored uh, sometimes, and so like the different no, things no. to you know that you can make, you can take things together, and I eat a lot of canned chicken because you can get the chicken. Oh man, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's a hot button issue with me. Like no, just canned meat in general has been something I've been talking about a lot in the last couple of weeks. Why? I have no opinion about canned chicken, Jay. Honestly, I don't. I just if you know what, it, it tastes it, almost it, the same as canned tuna. I mean, there's not that much of a okay, difference. Okay, and that's funny because I've been looking for. I'm glad you're here for this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I'm not even sure what we're no, talking about. No, he just he brought chicken up lunches. He, he just I like just soup. Like, no, 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 no. Like no, no, just no. like, like tuna. You know how like tuna in a can? Yeah, they have chicken in a can as well. Oh. No, I've never sounds gross, that. right? It, it sounds, but there, we have some I sort like of weird spam in a can. Is so that, you would like chicken, probably. Okay. I've never had it. But here's the thing: it's like I, I recognize my own like little bias where I'm like, 
canned chicken. Puh, that's disgusting. And it's like, wait a minute. I think tuna's pretty gross too, right? It's all cat food. Like, pretty much. Right? So, like, why am I fundamentally, like, it's just the whole idea of it seemed kind of gross to me. It's like, what what what's my aversion to this? And, and, and I, I'm, like, on kind of a quest in the last handful of years where I'm sort of trying to recognize my own personal biases against certain things and like why do I think that do you like mac yeah. and cheese I like not ugh, depends well, <laughs> no it, yes I do I, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm you not haven't gonna lived until I have you, to live I have to like well, it in yeah. my household yeah. that's what you get for 13 kids right. <laughs> that and potatoes yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> take a can of chicken mix it in with some no, mac and no, cheese no no you take tuna Oh yeah, I, and uh, it's delicious. Yeah, I mean See, it's with stuff like that. I'll do. Uh, I, I like that you you're like I, I just do lunch reviews. So I I I, I, I it's just it's intriguing to me because I've been asking people. It's like, do you ever eat canned salmon or salmon in, salmon in a pouch? They have now too. Salmon's disgusting. Salmon well, smells I, like I, a girl's locker room. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Wouldn't want to eat. Although I, I, I but that's the thing. We, you guys we, are saying we, we've decided tuna. I like spam, so I mean, I guess we've decided tuna is okay. Place. So I yeah. don't think we have any grounds to stand on for see, any other see, meat. Now, to me, spam's disgusting. It's see, that protective layer of fat. Yeah, I I got in deep shit at my house for uh, making. I made. I I do like camping breakfasts. Yeah, that's what we call it. It, it. I call it camping breakfast, but it's really what. It just allows me to drink while I'm cooking breakfast there because that's what I do when I camp. Right, I, I drink just it get a, at all. Get hours a bomber of, of radium city. So exactly, yeah. <laughs> so we, we we still do that here at our house, and and um, so I'm, I'm doing my camping breakfast, and I'm I decided to slip out some spam and not tell anybody what I was cooking, and I cooked it up and gave it to everybody, and I'm like, this is my secret bacon. This is my new secret meat bacon, and everybody's like, okay, and. The kids started eating it, and uh, my wife Amanda started eating it. And she's like, "Is this spam?" And she got so mad that she's I just served her You're lucky spam. it's not treat. It's candy. I'm lucky she didn't throw the plate at me. She was so mad she walked off. Really? Well, one of my favorite just lines about spam. spam is uh, at one point they had an anniversary. Like, it's the thirty. Uh, today is the thirtieth anniversary, thirty year anniversary of them making the first batch of spam. Uh, plans are to make a second batch sometime soon. And it's like, man, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. hilarious. <laughs> they actually put that out. Yeah. That well, spam didn't, but somebody did. Oh, like, oh that's funny. Hilarious. Spam actually that's, put it out. Uh, you know, Hawaii, you know the wines right? can't be wrong. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> well, you know no. what? Because it's hard to get uh, regular meat over to Hawaii. Really? I mean, well. Because they're in, in an island, so and it's super expensive. But you can ship a crapload of spam. Right, it's popular from World War Two. Yeah, yes, that was the origins true. of it there. But that's funny that. I, and I'm sorry to detract no. from your you're writing about lunches, and I'm like, I've recently since I moved back to Peru. So that's a. Yeah. I guess I said we haven't done a show since I moved. Exactly. So I'm no longer because you're, you're really closer. Fun. Yeah, and, yeah, we're closer, and yet that we can't we can't get. Together. So now I have to stay at work for lunch. Um, when I got used to going home for lunch, which was the, the best, but I've, I've, I've taken to like doing, like bringing my lunch and I, I've got a nice little routine to it and it's healthy and I'm actually good with it. And, uh, that was where this came from. It was like, I would just take a little bit, get some greens, some spinach, plop a thing of tuna on top of it yeah. and just eat that. And that's all I needed. Some, some Greek salad dressing. It's called fatouche. It's like a lemon juice and olive oil with some mint and um, other stuff in it. It's fantastic. It's like, so there's my commentary on lunches. But nice. I, I only do it because uh, calorie-wise, because I work out and stuff like that. So I try to, you know, you try to get enough protein in your system. So, you know, you, you take uh, like some ramen noodles. 
you cook those up and you throw in a thing a canned uh you know you get the extra it's like 18 extra grams of protein or whatever can of chicken can of chicken or you know or like if i do shrimp i'll put in a can of tuna and uh or whatever you know i'll i'll, I'll review like frozen meals i'll every once in a while i'll grab one of those and try it and yeah. uh i'm all cool. about the leftovers that's pretty I, much, I i, I much do me. leftovers too but what this i'll get the, the artisan lettuce from aldi with a bag of their pre-washed spinach and i'll bring that and then i'll just keep tuna in my desk can't get the packets i'll like I get the flavored ones whether it's like lemon pepper or like jalapeno or pepper's good yeah it's all right i mean i don't think there's too much other additives in there and like throw the the lemon the the dressing the greek dressing on there the fatouche and it's phenomenal and i haven't got sick of it i'm I'm like six weeks in pretty much eating it like three or four days a week and (laughs) leftovers otherwise and it's like pretty darn good it's just me and my son so leftover we cook pretty spartan he'll cook his own stuff and he's on an odd schedule we work pretty much the same hours but like he'll be up till two in the morning making music he's uh half shell heroes uh check them out they are local djs uh but he'll like make his own music and stuff and he does it backwards how everybody else usually starts out by like remixing people's songs and stuff like that he's teaching himself the backwards way by making the music and then i'm like you should really try those he's like oh i've never remixed someone's song so cool but uh so we eat pretty spartan like he'll eat his stuff and i like cooking like around five o'clock six o'clock you know and, and then I'm, I'm cooking for one or like the other day i'll bake Chick, chicken quarters and you know eat one of those and throw in a can a can of green beans yeah. we do uh usually every meal at my household has some form of a noodle involved yeah that's just how it has to be it's well it's cheap, it, it's cheap and fills it up and, and stuff like kids that. will actually eat it yeah when anytime we experiment you know good luck see i try to keep suddenly not hungry i try to keep out carbs and, and it's weird because if i eat rice like after like five or six o'clock I'm up till like midnight for some reason. Really? It just hits my system and starts burning. It's like sugar. It probably, yeah, well, it's, yeah. well, it quickly converts to sugar. And yeah. Your yeah. body doesn't know the difference. And I like working. I get up at 430 in the morning and go work out. So, you know, if I'm up till midnight, it's like, oh, well, you know. So tomorrow's an off day. So nice. Maybe I'll party hard and eat some rice. Well, you're partying hard what right are now. Your, uh, what are your social Podcast. media handles? You're on Instagram. You're on. I'm on Instagram. And uh, what's your handle? Uh Twitter, I'm it's at Jaycanchu, J A Y C A N C H U. Uh, my Twitter is all over the place. Uh, anything from G to probably X rated. I, mean, I, I share a lot of crap. Uh, Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, you're going to get a lot of pictures of cats. Uh, and you the flex in at the planet. Flex fitness. in, yeah, yeah. You know, and I do that too, just to show people that I'm there every day. I mean, I'm nothing to look at, but I go there, show that I'm there every day. Um, you know, and then I'll try to like put podcasts on, and I'll cheat and spoil the country or Rogan or uh, Henry and Heidi. I like, uh, but they they're pretty sporadic when they put stuff out. Uh, I'll throw your guys' podcast on now. Cool, and nice. So, uh, Made you, you know, just just the idea going. I mean, it kind of puts you. You're, if you put it up there enough, I guess you probably are like. Well, if you, you keep up appearances, almost. Well, bit, that, eh? that and, you know, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I'll take two three days off in a row. I've taken we. I've gotten hurt. I. I did my back a couple months ago so i had to take like two weeks off and then i did a month where all i would do is cardio because i was afraid to lift weights again oh wow uh because i was doing a squat and i could just feel it unravel and i had had back surgery so i'm like oh please let this be a muscle let this be a muscle and i'm stupid though because i just went and finished my leg workout and 
you know, and that day it wasn't bad. The next day I'm like crawl, rolling out of bed and I'm like, <laughs> damn it, this didn't work out how I wanted it to be. But I'm like, it is, it, I could tell right away it was muscle. So it's I'm good. like, well, you know what? And so 10 days of doing nothing. I mean, by the end, I'm just like, yeah, well, just, how do you sleep better when you get your work in, exercise? Yeah, on? because you get used to it. Like if I take two, three days off, like the third day, I, I might as well get up super early and try to, I'll be up till like 11 because I've never been a good sleeper. So if I'm not exercising, I, I need five hours sleep because you're not burning any energy. But if you burn off a whole bunch of energy. So, you know, I usually put in like two hours each morning. Oh, wow. nice. Well, I'm 51. You know? I can't do that. You got, you know, I'm you, not there yet. You know, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> just I'm, I'm, wait. Well, I'm 50, 51, so, you know, it, no, it's I, harder I, to build it's, it's muscle. To, it's it's harder we're starting to, to feel our age, I'm sure. You could agree with that it, a little bit, I, Yeah, I guess. And, yeah. and I don't like We also it. don't have physical jobs, so. Yeah, well, that's the sad part. I don't have a physical job, so when I have to do anything physical, I notice it. I like That's why I like summer. It gets me moving. Right, right. And actually going out and doing something and. Again, I can I enjoy it. Like it's like oh, oh I don't I wouldn't want to pay pay someone to mow my lawn. It's my oh no it's, yeah well no Matt, my Amanda and I we almost practically yeah. fight over who gets to cut the grass because it's like the physical activity of it and then just being, being, away from al- your being alone kids. Yeah. yeah being alone for for a small period of time is nice. Once you hit my age though, you're probably more sore. I'm more sore if I don't work out. Because your body, you know. And then you do something. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, you just got to learn the difference between being sore and being in pain. It's two totally different. And I got a buddy, too, who runs permanent images. Uh, go check out Ron. And uh, and he's just jack. Just, and it's all natural. And he looks amazing. And, and uh, Ron was always sort of a pudgy guy beforehand. Now he just looks awesome. So we'll trade tips there. I got a couple friends who... You do uh, Mike Hartenbauer. You guys know. I know the name. Yeah, from Dream Wrestler. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming yeah. back. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I'm very see, excited see, about see, the I'm, upcoming show. I know how to segue. October yes. 26th. We're October doing, 26th. We'll be doing the sound. As, yes, as you per. always do. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I can't wait. I, I bought my tickets, and I'm uh, my four year old. He's never been to a wrestling show. My I've always taken the two older boys, so yeah. uh, he's going. And I think who's who's doing the production? Is it is it Dreamwave? I know that streamway, but I mean, who's running it? Jay. It's still Jay. Jay's doing yeah, it. Just, yeah. yeah, all the, the yeah, old crew's he, back, right? I mean, everybody's pretty, back. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had to find the uh, entrance. In, uh, oh, nice. Uh, Nick had it. Nick, uh, Nick, one of the ring guys, and he had modified it to fit in his basement. <laughs> Why, I don't know. So now we have to figure yeah, out how so, to so add so it. So he could do entries into his <laughs> apparently. <laughs> apparently. Nice. Well, cool. Yeah, the 26. I will. I will see Is you there. Is it at the KC's? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, always. Yeah. yeah. We had it's thought, that, but it's like, well, they've been putting out the who's coming. It sounds like they've got all the wrestlers back. Yeah, and I think Jay wanted to, minus Ali. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. See, well, he's in the running for. Well, you know, you're not. Gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, right. He's big. He's a big time. <laughs> you're not going to see Candice LeRae. You're not going to see uh, Johnny Gargano because those oh, guys right. are. Oh right. Yeah, they're they made it huge. Yeah, yeah. those guys are. Uh, Champa, I mean, he was with us, you know. But you look right. at the rosters. You look at AEW. It's like I know that dude. Yeah. I, I mean, we went to uh, the first Starcast. I went with Jay, and we went there, and oh, we drank so much. Uh, but we went through to get the Young Bucks and uh, Cody. They were all signing together, 
And we cool. had pops and we wanted to get them signed and stuff like that. And uh, we come walking up and they're like, hey, it's Jay. And that's the other Jay. And they, I mean, they all knew us. And people are like, well, how do they know you? It's like, well, I'm just a sound guy, but you know. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, I, but, I would imagine you met so many people. But you, you run in, you know, you, we went there and, and probably Buff, Back, Buff Bagwell recognized me. He knew exactly where I was from. I was so mad. Dustin, I'll never forgive you. But the first time I took a picture, and I love Buff Bagwell. He's like one of my favorite wrestlers behind the crusher because uh, I'm old and he's, <laughs> he's dead, so I'll never meet him. So I get a chance to get my picture taken with Buff Bagwell. Dustin Sakurka took it. Yeah, I'm calling you out. And uh, it was so fuzzy and blurry. Oh, no. And his was perfect. So for two years, so I finally, I'm like, oh, Buff Bagwell's going to be there. So I ended up getting my picture with him again. I tell him, sorry, he's laughing about But he knew exactly who I was. That's where, wow. where we talked and stuff like that. And cool. uh, he's he's an early '90s guy, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's a pretty boy, the, but he, he's, oh, he's, he's like a frat yeah. like, kind of vibe. Well, too. yeah, when the uh, the wars were going on between WCW yeah. and WWF at the time, yeah, because uh, he would wear that WWE. top hat, bust the stuff. Yes, he did. And uh, he he was the first one to do the Canadian. Uh, oh, what's it called? The Canadian. It's like a flippy thing, but it's like the. I forget what it's called, but he was one of the first guys to do it. He called didn't it he? the Blockbuster, but Canadian Destroyer. He was one of the first guys to do that. Didn't he get seriously injured doing one of those? He moves got though? seriously injured when he got in a car accident. Oh, I thought it was a wrestling move. Okay. No, 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 because uh, I bought his DVD. Uh, and production wise, it's we could probably remix it and make it look better. It's, yeah. Production wise, it's not that great, but it's just fascinating about his life. And if you ever want to watch it, it's probably not really for kids, but yeah. Uh, those guys always have killer stories. So. But his story, and he basically, and you know what's awesome is he told me that story the day I met him at Dreamwave. And pretty much word for word, he told me, it was right on about how, uh, I think he lived next door to Missy Hyatt or something like that. And uh, he was like a football star as a kid and his dad always pushed him and stuff like that. And just a tragic story. He shot his dad. Oh, jeez. Yeah, his dad was a little abusive. He shot him at one point and just all sorts of. Oh, wow. They straighten out after that. Well, yeah, but you know they talk about <laughs> like dead. you know he's like yeah he goes we get all, you know he goes we were all jacked up on roids he goes and we'd go to the gym at like eight in the morning we'd drink a couple cases of beer while we're working out it's like huh I I enjoyed uh, I can't remember <sighs> if it was the Bischoff podcast or or what it was where they were just talking to him. you just get the impression that back then the WCW it was just a party yeah and then they kind of let the wrestlers run the show. Well, yeah, and that's why they sucked because they were letting. Uh, I think Flair was booking a lot of the matches, and uh, he had beef with people, so they were getting buried. Oh yeah, uh, Bagwell says that uh, he wasn't well liked because at the time he was like twenty four, and all these guys are in their forties. Yeah, and they didn't like that he got because he was the uh, the masked stranger in the indies and stuff like that, and uh, so they didn't like that he was coming on so fast. And it's not like he had a huge career, but I always liked him because he was just funny. Yeah, he was funny. Yeah. Yeah. And he was doing moves that at the time were kind of new. Yeah. I liked him. I always liked Tajiri. Remember Tajiri from mm-hmm. ECW? No, I never really He, he would come down ECW. to the ring. He, he was a Japanese dude. He'd come down to the ring and he'd put this move called uh, a tarantula and he'd tie someone up in the, in the ropes. And like he would be tied up with them and stuff. It was a cool move. I cool. Mean, and he would always come down. He'd be like looking side to side, like he's being all sneaky and stuff. And I've been I very much into the uh, the all elite, uh, but I don't have. We cut the cord, 
so I don't have TNT. So I'm not seeing any of these shows. But I tried to get tickets to that show that was in Chicago in the summer, and they sold out in like 15 minutes. Oh yeah, it was insane. Did now there's another show coming up uh, though in Chicago too. I think you can actually there are tickets yeah. available for that we, one. But. We have a guy uh, coming in. His name's Zicky Dice. And when Zicky wrestled for us before he had it, uh, he does like magic in the ring and stuff like that. And Zicky, uh, since he's wrestled for us, he's gotten he's in really great shape. I mean, he looks amazing. His band Heart to Heart put out a look at all these plugs I'm giving you, Zicky. It puts out all this stuff, and he's in he's uh, uh, the uh, AEW show was called All Out. This one because the first one was All In. This one was All Out. Yeah. Zicky went and bought uh, a billboard right outside where they're having it and he has all out because he's outlandish zicky dice all outlandish and then he put his uh website so people could buy all this stuff oh nice i'm like man and he told us like the night before he's like just wait dude he goes just wait till you're gonna wait 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 till you see what i'm gonna do he's telling jay about it yeah jay's like just wait till you see what zicky does so great awesome zicky's just uh, a great dude yeah october 26th free plug Dreamwave. actually it's not a free plug i'll be there probably tweeting pictures and stuff like that as i always if you need tickets where do you go online just dreamwave just go through dreamwave.com so uh well let's move along and i've got uh we've got two lines in we got two lines in. I do have a good quick, show. Good, good, quick shout <laughs> out to uh, canned meats and wrestling. We didn't I think even we've get done there. A good job. Yeah. We do have and some Jay sponsors. got his plugs in, man. We got some sponsors this week. Uh, I'd like to, and I will give them a, the full plug a little bit later. I'm going to try to sneak it in so people can't hit the 30 second button and skip over the pl- the sponsor plugs. Drag uh, this out. So yeah, we drag it out. But I do want to say thank you to Bose Jigs and Tackle. The Riverfront Bar and Grill and Stacy Mayer's Designs. Thank you. We will have a little more for them if we remember. If we don't, if I don't drink too much and forget to. Uh, Boy, with all that to, stuff, uh, you could use them all in one day. You could get yourself in a Stacy Mayer's design. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's, then go fishing using bows, jigs, and tackle. Well, in fact, actually, yeah. And then go drink. Exactly. You didn't catch anything? It, it, yeah. Perfect. In one line, three three different things in one place. The regular show. Let's jump into this. It took us, you know, 40 minutes to get there. Thanks a lot, Jay. Welcome welcome to my world. This is how it worked. <laughs> I figured that's what was going to happen. All right. Well, um, there's a bunch of, well, we could we could pick and choose from all sorts of stories in the last 10 months since we recorded last. Um, I did want to mention uh, Shaw Media is consolidated and bought the News Tribune. I thought that was interesting. So now the Times and the Trib are owned by the same yeah. conglomerate. Yeah. yeah, you'll see the same... Yeah, and Hub Arkish is owned, also owned by is Shaw. He? Yeah, Pro, I did football, not know that. Pro Football Weekly is a, uh, is a cool. Shaw Media property. Well, they, I, one shout out I would give out to uh, the Times. Um, I really thought over the summer, having you know, being a part of a local baseball, their coverage of local baseball. Because really, they have read a, a whole team. They, yeah. No, they have. Well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> He's got the bullpen and the whole bit. I got everybody. Yeah, they have a really good sports. Uh, they did. Writing they, team. I was I mean, impressed because when when we did uh, when we played them in All Stars, we played Ottawa teams, and to see the write ups on those games and to see it was it was I thought it was really cool. Yeah, and really it's actually, I mean, it's it's unfortunate we're losing our local paper to a bigger company, but I I think. I don't know. It, it's a little. It's scary in a way because we just hope we don't lose that oversight on our local government well, it, because that's what you kind of hope the media can do, and I right. hope they can maintain that and they can still make money. So go subscribe to your local newspaper, even if they are Shaw owned, and and seriously, I mean, go to the website, but you get past paywall or whatever. Like I'm, I'm serious about that. Like, will, will it it's just important. be one paper? 
no, no, they're not. They're, you you're still going to have an Ottawa you paper. You're still going to have a news trip oh, paper. Okay. But be, I mean, subscribe to your local paper. I think it's really important that you, you know, support that because it it is even your if it's o- just the digital version. You know, it is your oversight sure to what is it like? You know, hundred bucks a year. I was actually interested in the Times. They put out a thing that they were looking for just writers. They can be anybody. The right you, team. The right team. You yeah. can just sign up. Oh. My wife sa- used to do that. that she was in charge cool. of it. Yeah, that sounds, so, that sounds it, cool. I, but I, I mean, I was it, everybody wants to talk about how newspapers are dying. It's like, they're already dead. Like, you know, it's important it's to support that. It's up to us to keep stuff. them alive. Well, I mean, you, you we read it. I mean, you follow the stories. I mean, we get the local, you get the news. Do you get the, I mean, the we, get, yeah. we were getting both for a while and. I'd like. like to I think you get more honest uh, on a local level. You get more honest news from a News Tribune or a Times than you do from a, a Chicago Tribune. Yeah, because it gets so political. Or a New York. And, right. Yeah, the smaller papers. I mean, there's no. They ne- they don't, don't have like any chips or you know. I there's feel no, like there's a bias in local papers. No, nah, no, there shouldn't be. They're just trying to cover the story. Yeah, I, I want Walter. I want to go back to the days, and you, you guys probably don't even remember these days. The Walter Cronkite news, where he just. Just sat there and read it. Yeah, read a paper, and there was no opinion whatsoever. Right, a, a plane crash. I've two hundreds dead. The, you know, they, they he didn't a war ponder is being what happened. In Ethiopia. I've talked yeah. to my brother about this extensively. I mean, the fact that we're frustrated by the fact that we can't find a an, an objective, okay. non biased news national news. That's all I want. The uh, uh, I think it was the New York Times just came out with an article about. Uh, Biden's son and uh, John Kerry's son, how they have a business and stuff together. First line of the article, you know, uh, perhaps we have been very hard on President Trump a lot harder than we should have been. And maybe we didn't look into the previous administration as much as we should have. That was their first line, and it's like, wow, that's a pretty big admission. Especially for the New York paper. Times, yeah, yeah wow. it's sort of a left-leaning wow. yeah. publication. But that's like a, that's fantastic. I, and yeah. I just, I'm just from a talking about how they merged. A lot of people could look at it in a bad way. It's like News Trip probably needed they needed to get bought out because they probably le- weren't they probably weren't. But at least money. they have more assets to work with, and you yeah. have bare bones mm-hmm. and everything. And yeah, it's know. unfortunate because they're gonna they're thing. gonna run these these poor reporters ragged. And I'm sure they will. It's that's a little scary, but I, I, see, we need to support them or else the whole thing's going to go away and then what do we have we got social we're going to start doing Ugh. we're going to start sending jay roach over to cover the local city council meeting because we got no reporters left <laughs> can i hackle them <laughs> yeah. might as well it's all it's all bets off anyway right yeah. nice but i don't know it's, it's, I, I could i could update you on the standard news we haven't <laughs> killed anyone this year that's, that's good, good. Yeah. nobody's that's good. been buried in their backyard they're, yeah they're doing uh they're I drive, every time I drive by because I go to McNabb a lot because my uh, in-laws are in yeah. McNabb and so we'll drive out. by there and we always slow down and look <laughs> that's where it happened yeah you know what I do I look out my she front watched. door and I'm like hey there's the backyard where the one girl got killed yeah and, you know so I mean I drive right by them did you ever so, did you ever listen to the uh, did you ever watch the story on Lifetime on that no we missed that I uh, I did. <laughs> I, I always tell my ex-wife. I'm I like, cut the cord. Remember? Yeah. yeah. I don't, we don't get it. I always tell time. my ex-wife, "Boy, you moved out at right just the right time." She's like, "What do you mean?" I go, "Well, I go Fifth Street the one year, Fourth Street the next year." I go, "You were due." <laughs> Think, she she was smart. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for ruining my spring. <laughs> well, I have to ask you, as a person who lives in Standard, has anyone attempted to sled on that hill, on that mound that? 
Not that I know of. Every but time I drive by that, I think, man, that looks like that would be fun. I know people have like hike up it and stuff like that. It's the yeah. same with the one over in Granville or Mark. Mark, but that's I, fun. I know that's Dem had, now my son it? has. It's Mark. It's probably the biggest no, sledding hill there is. It's what? it's an old from the old mines. It's like okay. all there. My son has slid sledded down the one in Mark. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's scary. I mean, it's so big. If you go to the very top where the cross is, holy cow! I got an Instagram video of my. At the time, I think he's my uh, 10-year-old. I think he was only four at the time. He was on an inflatable at the top. And I'm just the nervous dad at the top, but I took still took the video of it. And Atta he boy. went all the way down to the bottom without crashing. I was just I was, on, on I was an so inflatable, like an inner tube. That, yeah, that's, a, Ooh, that's pretty impressive. Are, well, I was oh, impressed are the worst. and freaked yeah. out at the <laughs> well, same time. We used to sled down. at the park in Ottawa. Down by the river. Okay, yeah. And uh, the one year we went, uh, and my cousin ran me over with a sled with runners. Wow. Well, yeah. did, did he cut you? No, no. I Luckily, you know. It's just hurt? No, this is back in the 70s where he had 73 layers of clothing on. So <laughs> I probably could have taken a bullet and it wouldn't have hit me. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I miss the south side a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, my cousin bought a house on the bluff there. It's a nice area, man. Yeah, yeah. He lucked into it. Did he? Yeah, it was a whole lot of uh, machinations to get the house, but boy, it's a beautiful house, and he he redid it all, and it's wonderful. Is it real? It's like late eighteen hundreds, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Dennis lived there, and apparently somebody caught the other one cheating or something like that, and then it sat and. Oh. Then, then the bank I thought was you were doing like Dennis. No, in no, 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 no. It was like that was the, he was the, doing bloodletting no. and everything in the basement. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, and then, uh, but, but the bank was doing something wonky to where people were paying for a shot at trying to get uh, get the house. Oh. Well, he his friend had tried it, so he had it all ready going in, and they ended up getting the house. And uh, his neighbor, like a couple houses down, though, they had they put a, ho- a roof on theirs, and it had all sorts of copper trimming and stuff. They had to bring someone in from Ireland to do it because no one in America does it. Oh geez. So he's got like a three hundred thousand dollar roof on his oh, house. Oh God, I believe it. No, thank you. Well, <laughs> uh, working for a roofing company, I would like that, but we we don't do that. You don't hire Irish immigrants. Well, <laughs> you know t- that's what it takes couple. to make a, a buck. <laughs> Come on over, Patty. What do you guys want to? Uh, I got a list of things here that we've talked. I've never gone can, to the Burgoo. I no, me, I didn't go. So me neither. It, it was the 50th anniversary. We should no mention that just this past all. weekend. You know, I, I didn't even say it. We're, what is today? Is it 15th? Yeah. yeah. Today is October 15th, yeah. 2019. I would. I mean, I, I, uh, our, our, friend, our friend is, I mean, she, uh, Amanda Holland, runs kind of helps run it, or she runs it. Um, I would do it to support her. But like, I, as in terms of like the masses of the people, it's like that scares me away. Yeah. And has, I used to want to have a booth for our podcast back when we were more ambitious. We, we did uh, one booth. Ambitious. And I loved it. The I one year we that. did a booth, we, and but the re, it was so, what was so crazy about it is I was like, it was a I, I can be negative about things. John, in yeah. John, John knows I could be like, nah, whatever. But I came in and we were, I was optimistic, whatever. And we had like a, a probably a 60 or 60 something year old guy and, He's like, hey, I'm a big fan. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, that was enough. And it was really? like just a few people came up to us that I just would never have anticipated. They actually listened to the show and they thought it was cool we were there. And I was like, well, that was totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. it made the whole day worth it. Yeah. I, I mean, it was just wild. Would, you'd run in and they'd know. They're like, hey, are you the guy? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, that's and funny. then I'm like, God, what did I say that you <laughs> yeah, people right. heard? <laughs> well, I'd, say, I'd have to, that's actually perfect. I wanted to say like a, like a thank you. To anybody, because I mean, the last 10 months, you know, we've been, it doesn't feel like we've been off that long, but that's how long we've been off, about about 10 months. 
And uh, from time to time over these past, you know, 10 months, uh, someone might, you know, not a lot, but a few people from time to time will come up to me and say, you know, hey, when are you going to do another right. show? It's like, and I, I think in, in like the, our culture right now where we, we, we all uh, rely on phones and text messages and everything's so impersonal, when someone actually comes up to you and physically says something to your face, it means a lot, you know, yeah. and it's like, man, maybe that's what we all need to do. At least we, just, we've, we've, been, we've maintained our f- feed. So and thank you, everybody. Yeah, I mean, we're, I'm just, you know, we keep the feed going and we just, we never, we're not going to, we just kind of let life happen and we can record when we can and we don't get too. I'd like to get back. I think we need to get back on the two If we could schedule. do a couple of months for, yeah, I'm, I'm down Ish. for it. My wife's fine two with it. Two weeks-ish. Yeah. We're, now, the next time. We've been we married long enough. She probably wants you out of the house at least yeah. every other week. Yeah, I think today she she wouldn't have minded if I stayed home. Yeah, one of those <laughs> days. Well, this was a weird day where everybody was gone in my house. Now, mostly... I'm we sure start be, at about 8 o'clock, 8.30, be, it'll be better. They'll be. I think if we keep doing this in my basement, there'll be more background noise on, on a normal situation because kids wrestling and... Mute it! Yeah. 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 No, Stuff I said like mute! Because <laughs> <laughs> they're playing uh, Fortnite or whatever. Oh, no, not on, only on the weekends. We got I love that rules. you do that. That's, strict rules that's fantastic. That. Strict rules. Oh, but speaking of Fortnite, I did allow my kids to... Uh, I said, hey, on... Uh, I think that was Sunday. I said... Hey, um, you guys are allowed to play as much Fortnite today as you want. Because I don't know if anybody follows Fortnite. There was, there's a season. Oh. Every season they do something new. And uh, this season was wrapping up. And when there was a big se- event, I've never, it, I think what they do is amazing. Because you go into the game and then there's something happens in the game. You have to witness it. And everybody who's in the game at that moment witnesses what happens. And when and this what happened was like something hit the map and the whole map turned into a black hole, sucked everything in, and now the game is offline. Nobody can play it. They've shut the game down since Sunday. Wow. Which I think is impressive that a company yeah. that they would actually do that. So they're doing a reboot. They're, I think they're doing a reboot. They're trying to regain you know excitement about the shit. I, the I've game. seen it played like once or twice. I've never played it. Me neither. I've uh, never. I, I don't. I never played it seen a little it, bit. And I get my ass kicked uh, by the kids. I, I I don't like. I playing. have my I'm, I have my tactics. They have balloons, and I get balloons, and I blow myself up, and I go up high, and then I snipe people. That's my plan. I, my kids know. I play Red Dead Redemption too all the time. That's so. a heard good See, thing. I, and I don't yeah. even play against other people because that's ju- because I don't it play it your enough. Ego. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, I used like, to be okay. You know, and I go games. hunting and stuff, and I like, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, I haven't done a, a mission in like a week and a half. You know, because yeah. I'm out hunting and building up money, and that's funny. Well, I uh, like to. Uh, I like to play like online, like Call of Duty, Battlefield, those types of games. And yeah. if I don't play for a while, I get my ass handed to me. I mean, I'm horrible at uh, horrible at it. Well, I used to play Call of Duty online, and one Saturday I'm playing it, and my son was down, my youngest son, and he's and he he's like, well, I've never played Call of Duty. I he played uh, something on the Xbox, which was similar to it. It's almost the same. Gears thing. of War. Yeah, probably something, something like that. that. So, uh, and I had to DJ. So I'm I'm playing stuff. I'm like, well, I got to shower and stuff. I go, go ahead and play my character if you want. So he's playing. And and when I was playing, there's these, uh, you know, if you play at certain times, you'll get, uh, sometimes you'll get people from the America yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm playing and these kids were somewhere in the Far East. You know, I knew they were because they were talking back and forth in their own language. So they're, you know, and they knew I was American, so I couldn't understand them. Right. And, uh. 
And then they're making fun of me in English. It was awesome. Which, number one, it's great that the kids are bilingual and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm getting depressed because it's like these 10, 12-year-old kids. And they're just... Demolishing you. Demolishing me. You know, and I get like eight kills. And I'm thrilled. They're going, oh, eight kills. That ain't nothing. You know, and blah, blah, blah. So I hand the controller to Sebastian. I go, shower. I come walking into the living room again. And Sebastian's playing. and, And I hear these same kids screaming it's no fair it's no fair it's not him it's not him that's awesome and i'm like have you ever played this before and he's like no i'm like how did you get 37 kills he's like ah oh, it's the same as the other one he goes it's basically the same maps and everything that's great you know and he's just like zipping around throwing a flash grenade and then he'd come in and shoot everybody mm. my one buddy got so good all he'd play is is with knives like throwing knives oh wow yeah i'm uh i'm happy if i make it off of the bottom of the list like when yeah. they have the leaderboard if i'm even if i make it to the middle of the leaderboard it's a win for me that's that's all i need and that's all you know that's those games are so good at that instant my gratification buddy, yeah. my buddy yeah. played nine months before he finally got first yeah i yeah shout I out to think, phil i think that's uh never gonna happen for me but uh, I'll, I'll see I, I i got a playstation for like three months ago or two months ago and i, I still don't even have a game yet wow <laughs> So, I like a lot of the, uh, I should start playing something. I, I like just a lot read, of the Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah, you can hunt. I've heard good things. Yeah, it's a really good game. What do you guys want to jump to? We talked about the well, we didn't really talk about it, but we talked about the Burgoo. Uh, there was an article in the News Tribune, September twenty sixth, Brett Herman article about everybody wants White Claw, and I think this is kind of dated now. Is it? Is it probably restocked by now? Uh, I, I don't know. They still talk about, it, but who knows? Because Facebook's well, behind. I, I've though. never yeah. experienced. I mean. My wife drinks them. I'm not. We don't buy like a case a week or anything. But I've never had any issues. I have friends it. who do buy cases a week. I think and, I uh, like them. I, yeah, they oh, go down good. good. I can yeah. tell you that. Much. I hate them. I, I yeah. No, don't just don't like them. Uh, do you drink sparkling water in general? I do. I like fizzy water. I just don't like the taste of it. I, it's not bad if you put mio in it. What's mio? Mio is a flavor. Yeah, it's like a flavor. Yeah, 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 you do that? Water. I mean, and it's not bad. Uh, I, I like it. I'm with you. I, I'm not. I'm just not a huge fan of it, and I'm not it's, a big drinker, anyways. Yeah, it's better so. than like the, uh, um, like Mike's the Schmirnoff one. No, I've tried some of the other ones too. I will like, say I don't they're, know how my they're, they're not as sweet, and they're not as. I mean, they're That's it's a lighter I like drink. Them. I think I would like it more if maybe I poured it into a glass with ice. Yeah, maybe you know. Yeah, I I, I just think it's. It's funny that that's the th- a thing because it's really it just proves the point that people just want to catch a good buzz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm yeah you know, I'm just never and then now there's all sorts of off brands and stuff too. I right? just I DJ'd yeah, I like a those. birthday party and these girls were getting white dr- white girl drunk on I don't even know what it was but I mean <laughs> they, I, I don't know the one girl she sloshed out to the floor I don't know how she did it, and then she just started dancing normally and as soon as the song ended she sloshed and they were. <laughs> I don't even know what they were drinking, but man, was she hammered. I still, I still just drink my regular old craft beers, and I mean, if it, it, what I've done no lately is like if I'm gonna put in a session where I'm gonna drink six beers or more, like I've I've commit to one, like it's gonna be a sessionable, like uh you know founders all day IPAs or or even hams or something like that hams. where it's yeah i like they still ham. make hams it's yeah it's really good it's cheap and my, my point it's i can from the land it, of sky blue water exactly you're 100 right uh so i know that i can i'm not going to be i'll be more functional the next day i can i can handle it even at almost 40 years I, I, old i yeah. can maintain i can catch a nice little buzz not be done over i feel, I feel so old right now that you just said you're almost 40 years old <laughs> 
Yeah, same here. You I, yeah, I, I just turned me, I just turned thirty nine. I remember a little yet. dishwashing Clayton and <laughs> no. KB Clayton. Yeah, sixteen years old. Yes. Yeah, we go way back. Yeah, my sister worked there. Yeah, that's 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 funny because John's like, "Well, Jay Roach is coming." I was like, "Oh, I haven't seen him in a minute, but yeah. I think we'll be just fine." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I ended. I forget. Everyone's why your sister will pop something. It's probably on Facebook. Yeah. So, it's, which you can find me there too, folks. Yeah. I did want to mention this. Uh, we we tend to always talk about something related to Starve Rock, although I'm not going to go as far to rename the show Starve Rock Podcast because every single media outlet in the area is like Starve Rock Country and all. Do you know? Stuff. Do you know how that the origins of that? I've seen I, I, the make money. Like t- so so no. Well, in, in, yeah. In starved. Yeah, no, yeah, that's actually true. Me, yeah. <laughs> no, the the idea of like where they where it became the term Starve Rock Country came from the publisher for the Ottawa Times. Uh, no, I can't. I'm not going to space on his name. He's from Utah. He's a Mormon guy. Um, he did a, like a, a focus group or had had a, I shouldn't even say focus, had a media company come in and actually they developed, They he did something where they came up with that as a a name. Oh, yeah, and that's how yeah. the, the Star of Rock Country magazine occurred. And it was yeah. all from him. And actually he did a lot of really good things for the, the Ottawa newspaper for the Times. Really? And that was the origin of Star of Rock Country. And then since then, it's been a thing. And I remember saying that to Stephanie. I was like, that's douchey. Like, yeah, that's, come on, I, man. I still feel but like it is. But the I'm reality sorry. is, it's, it's, it's good. It's, no, it is good. It's it, just it, another name for the Illinois Valley. It's a good, notable but, thing that draws attention to our, our assets. It's a very positive. Our, and whoever yeah. came up with it, you should get some credit, man. The because, jewel of the Illinois Valley yeah. is Starved Rock. So pe- why not capitalize on, it, capitalize and I, I mean, on it? I, I was in a class last week for work, and the instructor comes up this way, you know, maybe a, a handful of weeks a year, and he loves it because he he can hike. And he goes, I get three to five miles in, well, I, I think three miles of hiking in every night that I'm in the area. He's like, I just, I set my mind to it. He's he's just a, he's a MSHA instructor, mind safety and health instructor. He's like, and I, I he goes out and he does, I mean, two to three probably, I, I said three to five, I don't know, but whatever, he, he gets his hike in, he goes three or four nights a week when he's here. And he, you know, he'll stay like Monday night through Thursday and travel home on Friday. So he gets here Monday, and he and he absolutely loves it. Well, that, and and the fact that he's hiking during the week is yeah, that's awesome. Especially you try in to the hike evening, during, you know. Yeah, you try. He's hiking at the right time. Yeah, like and he goes all to over hike. too. I love to hike, but the only times I get to hike is the weekends, and I like to take the dogs. For me to go on the weekends these days, I mean. It's like you're hiking with cattle. I mean, there's so many people out there, which is why I like winter hiking so much because I can actually let the dogs off the chains and and, because there's nobody out there. It was the only time we went back in the day. It always kills me when you go around the Illinois Valley and everyone's like, there's nothing to do here. There's nothing. I want to move to the city. And I encourage all of you. You'll be back. And I encourage you, please go to the city and get shot. Uh, I encourage all of you. It'll free up some space. I'm all for it. But you know, but then you see on the weekends you can't get into Starved Rock because right. everybody from the city is down here. Right. I had a friend come from New Jersey and she's like, "This is amazing," because she lives in New Jersey for one, uh, yeah. which smells the like it. The armpit of the east. You know what? It's really it's it's the the industrial part is the armpit of the east, and it smells like it is literally eating itself and decaying. Oh. You know, that's when I flew into their airport, but they have like uh, um, refineries like right there. So it just stinks. Yeah. For all you, you don't know, uh, John's um, peeing again. I, do. Uh, I thought we were going to pause. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but you know, uh, really, it's a nice state, and it's beautiful out there, especially right. like. Well, that's just like anyway. It's kind of kind of plays on what you were Garden just saying, state. right? Well, yeah. you're you're like people ragging on the Illinois Valley. People could rag on New Jersey in the same way, right? People that live yeah. there, oh, it's the armpit of these. <laughs> we were, and it's just like you just take a little pride in your area. It's like the reality is, yeah. if you're bored, that's a you problem. It's not where you're the from. The Illinois Valley has so much stuff. They have wonderful musicians. They have great artists, and you can always find an art show. They got a couple different places that uh, brew their own beer. Uh, it's cheap. Yeah. I mean, yeah. relatively. I mean, if to, I mean, honestly, to to own a home or live. I mean, it's, go go it's, to it's, Vegas. It's and it was funny though because I went to Vegas one time and we went up in that uh, that big wheel or whatever. Um, and I'm looking out and it's funny because Vegas is expensive. If you go to buy a beer somewhere, you're going to pay six bucks for crap beer. Say at least six bucks, if not more. And it's right. funny, we're on there. I'm like, will you look at that? And there's a big billboard that says PBR, still two dollars. I'm like, how crappy is your beer when it's two dollars in Vegas? Hey, PBR actually is decent. Uh, you know <laughs> what? Uh, uh, people tell me that stuff. It's hipster brew. <laughs> it uh, is, but, but it, like all the all, like Dreamwave. Oh, it's fueled by, you know, all the uh, guys from the city come down and drink PBR like it's going outside. They're I'm, probably thrilled to get it for 250 or $2 oh, bucks yeah. a can, right? Yeah. Uh, Christian Rose went up to the city once and bought one. He's like, he goes, I never thought I'd see the day where I paid 8 bucks for a PBR. <laughs> what? I'm like, man, you're paying 8 bucks for a beer. Make it anything but a PBR to me, but. I said, Jake Green going to be bartending at the uh, Dreamwave? Of- I don't know. I, I don't so. know. Name drop. Uh, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. He'll appreciate. It. He owes me yeah. money. Yeah. No. <laughs> he was the unofficial, unofficial uh, organizer of the of our reunion. Oh yeah, but he never, he didn't show up, and that's hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty pretty much Jake Green. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jake. Uh, all right, I'm kind of uh, now said. that I'm back. Uh, I don't know what was going on here. Uh, we, I we did want to mention we were we I, I started to talk about this the Star of Rock thing. I'm not down on this. I guess they did a focus group or they had somebody do a study on some ways to generate revenue and preserve the park. And one of their ideas was to actually book a visit to the rock, actually doing reservations. They do this in other parks around the country. They certainly should charge. I think charging, but I did booking a reservation. A fee or I just a family, I can't a family. Get I, I might oh, not know, even go and I'd I pay money. I wish they would look into like maybe doing tours. And you're going to get the ones to her who the macabre. Why don't you do uh, uh, a Weigert tour where you show yeah, him, hey, I knew you were here's say where that. he was going to get, here's where he. Well, I think they're doing oh, like the ghost. Allegedly. Yeah, I know they're doing ghost the ghost stuff. stuff. It's, uh, I know someone who's really into that, but I'm um, Dreamwave that day, so sorry. Um, I, they do do tours. I, I, I think the, the reservation thing is kind of interesting. You just kind of, you say when you're going to come and you either show up or you don't, but I just yeah. think you should just do a. A car, a per car fee, and I, then you get memberships for the simple. year. There were some other like, things they said. I, I agree. Even if you're charging five bucks a car, or per forty, or wait, twenty five bucks for the year. Yeah, if that even eighteen dollars for the year or something like that. I think, um, and, and just to encourage people to like twelve dollars or whatever. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, and I think that a lot of the problems that they're seeing right now with traffic, I think, are going to work themselves out once they get all that additional land incorporated because it's going to spread the people out well it doesn't help too that they're doing construction on the road and all that stuff true you know, i hope they do i had to mark that hill when I, I used to locate utilities i had to mark that hill going from well basically i had to mark it from on the curves from jonesville all the way to past starved rock to where you turn off into the, the park and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah that sucked it's it, it was fine going downhill 
But man, it's 100 degrees and you're walking up that hill? I thought I was going to die about three quarters of the way. <laughs> and I was in, in near, and I was in decent shape because I was riding my bike all the time. And I'm just like, oh, God, <laughs> I'm skipping my ride tonight. <laughs> well, we hope, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I agree with you guys. I think a, a per car fee or something like that. And if you're a local, I think maybe some sort of an annual. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I mean. You, you, you do a $5. Realistically, you could let the locals in for free. Right. What are they going to do? Well, you could let the locals Just in for give free out a pass because for most of the, I would say that probably eighty percent of the people out there are fifty feet or fifty feet, fifty miles or farther it's away. Probably higher. It's probably yeah. especially. Yeah. I mean, because last couple of years, the last couple of years. I mean, I I love going out there, but I just it's been so crowded. I'd rather go again, to Matheson, like said, to be honest. I've been, I mean, I don't really go out all that much. I went to Matheson this year though when it was flooded. I did too. Yeah, and, I uh, couldn't. You couldn't even walk the bottom. I mean, it was well, so everybody flooded. did though. You're yeah, not well, right. you still can. Yeah, yeah. It, it was so flooded. I mean, just there's that first pass when you come down yeah. the brick steps or the concrete steps. Yeah, whatever those are. And, it's and you got to get over that one piece of water, and it was like up to your waist. It was yeah. so deep. Yeah, everybody's Spider-Man and over the bridge yeah. because the middle of the bridge is just like soul-sucking mud. It's like, <laughs> which I thought that was funny. I think that was like uh, in the middle of the summer they posted a picture of kids playing in the water. Uh, it was like the cover story on the News Tribune, which I thought, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I thought, well, that's cool. They and then it was it. like the next day or the next week, they posted something saying, oh, we previously wrote this. We showed this picture and you're not really supposed to do that. Uh, it's illegal to actually swim in the pools. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, but everybody does. It. Everybody does. I mean, geez. It's I, I don't know water. anybody who hasn't at some point. Just don't or, cliff dive. We took the like dogs. We did. When I had dogs, we'd take them down there. And... uh like the dachshund would. It, what sucked is I had to carry that do- fat little dachshund up the stairs then because he was exhausted. Uh, but our other dog was long-legged, and he didn't like water on his feet. So he would he learned to hop from stone to stone to stone to stone. <laughs> That's uh, but the dachshund's like plunging into the water chasing tadpoles. I mean, he was all about it. I mean, he, he just came in, just a muddy, happy mess. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure he fell asleep getting carried up the stairs and, you know. That's he wasn't life. a mini dachshund, folks. He was a 26-pounder. <laughs> he was Robusto. <laughs> I like taking my dogs out there. What's uh, great is well, a lady was sitting on a rock, smeed peed on her. That was a long-legged nice. dog. Yeah, it's like, oh, jeez. You better go Whoops. swimming, ma'am. What do you guys think? We, uh... What do you want to... Want to talk about what a great idea that roundabout is? I don't think... I think we'll end up talking about that for too long. So I almost feel like we should avoid that Spoiler alert. It's not... It's yeah. What's Peru's wrong with it? Cruz <laughs> getting around about and people are hot and heavy about it. Um, you know, I don't know. What do we want to do here, guys? Talk I'd about see, Del Monte. That was a while uh, ago. That was not good. Uh, yeah, that was one of those things that happened I, over the last ten months. That's not. So I, good I really think though that someone will probably end up moving in there. I would hope. It, so. it was funny it's though. Such a can plan. packing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it? Yeah. I, I worked there for a summer. It's horrible. Uh, but I have friends and stuff who work there. I really think that someone's going to move in and take it over. And, and they're probably going to have so. to take a pay cut. But you know what? A check's better than... Mendota it, needs it. I mean, well, it everything's it running out of Mendota. I think so. Well, I only worked with summer help. So we were we were basically slave labor. When it first closed, though, I mean, Mendota was in an uproar. And, of course, they all blamed the current administration with his tariffs on uh, the steel from... But it's funny because most of the steel comes from Japan, not China. A lot of it comes from Japan. Japan's a big steel producer. 
But anyway, they were all on him saying, well, it's his fault and the aluminum, the prices of the cans, and that's what's doing it. And then, uh, is it Adam Kinziger? Or no, no, no. It was uh, Lance uh, Yednick. Is that his name? The, yeah. Lance Yednick, he's like, well, I just talked to him. And they're like, basically, uh, it's closing because everybody eats frozen vegetables or organic or right. fresh, you know? Oh, wow. So that's a big that's part of it. That's what I read, too. Yeah. I'm one of the weird households. We uh, I like that, canned vegetables. We, we eat nothing but canned vegetables. I prefer canned vegetables over frozen anyway. But I have a freezer. My uh, except corn. I really like frozen corn. My my son loves frozen vegetables. But it's funny. I have a freezer full of and there's like freezer full of two different vegetables because he'll only eat like maybe three vegetables. So <laughs> what are they? Uh, broccoli, corn, and uh, oh, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me wipe. Oh, but. This was a tough year for corn. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big corn cob snob guy, and uh, there's a few things that I like, and that's one of them. I don't, you know, I had it a couple times this year. Well, I mean, because this was like the worst year with all the flooding. Natural, and that's that. I don't even have it on the list. That should be on here. I mean, natural. The this year was a disaster for local Spring. farmers because yeah. of the, the amount so of rain. There was so much rain this year, 2019, that they couldn't plant. And a lot of farmers just chose not to. Uh, well, they could. I, I find that out, though, because there's... they've pretty much bioengineered. I mean, the corn looks just like it does every time this year now. There's a, lot, there's a lot of yeah. acreage that didn't get planted, and you're right about that. But I think on a, on a per acreage basis, yeah. I don't think if it's going to be catastrophic. If you, if you got it in the ground, you, you have Well, a, they have, like, what yeah. is it, like 80-day corn or something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. A 70-day, like, it's, it's like it, it goes from due to do, like, all of a sudden it's ready to go. So... And, and it's just what seed they had. So a lot of them ran into trouble because yeah. they didn't get this. They didn't have the seed they needed. Because it was but, swampy. Yeah, but believe me, I work for a roofing company. Com- company. We know all about uh, the rain just sort of slowing you down. Speaking of can, before we get off the subject of canned vegetables, I tried canned asparagus. It's horrible. It's all mush. Yeah, it was I horrible. Grew, I kind of grew up on that. Yeah. I, uh, I've never still had makes your pee stink though. I will not. I've never had it, and I, I will, I've no. only had it once. And I love fresh asparagus. And I, you know what, though? The older I got, like, since I turned 40, I started eating broccoli. But I was like like my son. Th- you know, pretty much three vegetables, corn and peas and beans. Yeah, yeah. I was the same way. I uh, eat more now than but, I But, you know, yeah, to. because uh, I, I discovered asparagus, which is delicious. And uh, I, I like raw like broccoli. Brussels sprouts now. I, I do, too. Brussels sprouts, Brussels sprouts awesome. is a big one. Cabbage. I, I got some Serbian friends, and they cook cabbage with everything, and I, I love cabbage. Uh, but you know what? You could throw all the cauliflower out, and I would not miss it one bit. <laughs> if you dump a lot of cheese on it, I don't mind. Uh, even then, I just uh, it's like you're eating a preview of a fart. It's just horrible. <laughs> That's funny. And true. I, well, yeah. Next I, time you have cauliflower, you're going to be going... No, it all, all those. The broccoli's the same way, and it's still delicious. Talking about food, I'm going to jump in with our sponsor reads because uh, one of our sponsors is the Riverfront Riverfront Bar and Grill. This is formerly the Water Street Pub in Peru. New ownership, new awesome. look. It is coming uh, in December. We are previewing it, and once they do open it, ask for the Ivy Pod special. And uh, fried chicken and yeah. Well, I don't know yet, but I'm just saying we should do a they show. I we should actually, do a live show. I haven't there. actually. I agree. I haven't. I, I agree too. I, I would come and watch you do a live yeah. show. I, I they might be nervous about that, but uh, really? I could totally. I haven't do a live actually show. agreed. It's, it's, to, it's a bar. That's yeah, true. I mean, I'm I guess. drink your nervousness away. <laughs> yeah. You'd be amazed at the we'll directions your show on. will go. <laughs> Trust me, I was on my worst holiday. We drank a lot. We we 
did other things a lot. Uh, Riverfront oh, Bar good. and Grill coming in December. Water Street in Peru. Uh, Bo's Jigs and Tackle. I know it's late in the season, but you know, you hey, ice, ice fish. fishing is on the way. Yeah, get a get a oh, hold get of Bo's for spring, man. Like he's gonna be pouring all winter. Like he's yeah, got so his plastics. He's got his lead. He's got his. This is all his hand painted, hand uh, custom made jigs and tackle. It is. It's good stuff, everybody. I mean, it's it's not the Walmart Chinese made. I've used stuff. it, and I can report good results. If you want some photographic evidence, I can send it your way. If you I, want, I if you fish. want to look them up, I haven't gone fishing in like twenty years. Oh, really? On I Instagram, as a kid. On Instagram, you smell like fish. I'll post this stuff because uh, I'll, I'll retweet like it. Fish on Instagram and on Facebook, it's Bose Jigs and Tackle. We'll make sure we post it somewhere. Um, and then Stacy Mayer's design, she does cricket. She's a cricket design specialist. She does like koozies and t-shirts and stickers and everything you can name of or think of. Um, I'm going to try to hit her up for uh, maybe an Ivy Pod bumper sticker. We'll see. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so I had to jump in there. There, I snuck it in. Does she make the own designs or does she? Both. Or can you give her a design? And- both. Yeah, both. Yeah, she'll okay. do whatever. Like, for example, I designed this metal thing for my wife for nursing and i gave her some some design ideas and she took it and made it a sticker and it was awesome she, i applied it to the thing i made and yeah really cool those cricket things are oh, pretty sure because cool. i know stacy because i worked with her husband for that's right years. that's right that's right we did their gutters that's right okay yeah when the uh and he is the unluckiest human being alive <laughs> i mean he's got a luckily all the trees around their house have now fallen yeah on his house <laughs> Or car. <laughs> so I think he's safe, at least for a little while. <laughs> support support uh, Stacy to, for his unlucky husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that poor dude. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? We've, uh, we can keep going. I think we should keep going. What do you guys want? Well, we talked about plenty of local stuff, I think. Um, I got something I got to talk about. All right, I've been waiting this whole show to talk about this. All right. So I'm just going to throw it out there. And this is my moment in the show where people are going to be like, John's weird. But <laughs> if you listen to Joe Rogan, who is the most popular podcaster on the planet. And one of the best. You yeah. would know about this topic. And that is this, the alien stuff. And I'm not an alien conspiracy guy. I did grow up, you know, as a young man. You're going to bring up Dan Aykroyd? No, I thought <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's crazy. No, Dan's a he's crazy. A really good, he was a really good episode, I, It was a good episode, but he's also crazy. Um, who, who is that? Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yeah. Ba- oh, I almost said a word I'm not supposed yeah, to. I, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, Fan feces crazy. When he had uh, he had Bob Lazar. So I was a 10-year-old when Bob Lazar first came out. Yeah. How and, bizarre. And, 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 and I, uh, yeah. How bizarre. <laughs> I, was, I, I remember I was a young space enthusiast. And when he came out with his story about working at this at this uh, area, not actually Area 51, but he was like, like Area 53, of, I think. Something like, like that. that. Yeah. You know, it was an offshoot of it. And he had worked with alien technology. And I thought, wow, that was amazing. I was, I was a young kid and I, I was just amazed by it. And then time went on and it's like, okay, it's, you know, nothing's happened with aliens. I think it's all kind of, I just kind of put it all away yeah. in my head. I didn't even think about it. I wouldn't necessarily say I stopped thinking about it, but I just... Just didn't give it much credit, but now uh, it was within the year. Joe Rogan had Bob Lazar on on his show uh, because of, what was the guy's name? Oh, I wrote it down somewhere. Um, shoot, it was uh, Jeremy Jeremy Corbell is the director. Yeah. 
So yeah, he I did made a, a, the, he he did made, a Netflix show. Yep, watched with, it about Bob Lazar, and it was mm-hmm. a very good show. Yeah. And it was all it was this. The crazy thing about it was his story hasn't changed in tw- in all this time. Uh, you know, when you first years. were when you first were enchanted by the yeah yeah I was ten years old and he came out and said all this stuff here thirty years later he's saying the exact same story and the, the, the whole idea is that he worked on in Area Fifty One and worked on this technology yeah. that is beyond what we as humans can produce and then uh, about two weeks ago uh, Rogan had on uh, David Fravor Commander David Fravor uh, Air Force Commander or it was a Navy Navy pilot. Yeah. who witnessed this tic-tac-shaped object flying over the ocean, which at the same... He saw something in the water, and he saw this tic-tac-shaped thing, and then it pulled off some maneuvers that were beyond what humans could produce. Yeah. And there's video of it, yeah. and and it's actually... The, and then not... And to go even one step further, the government actually has admitted that they don't know what that this video footage is real and they don't know what it is and this happened and no one cares and i just feel like holy shit you know who this else is has, huge you know who else has never changed the story travis uh the oh, guy from fire in the sky yeah, i saw that movie in the theaters too and you know how i, I know this that creeped me out big <laughs> time. i have met him what and i have this autographed i have That's an autographed weird. on I a book really see that and I also have an autograph of a poster where his autograph is, uh, don't get out of the truck. Trust yeah. me, Travis. Yeah. I forget his last Walton. name. Walton. That's good. Yeah. Is that but, right? But I mean, and you know, to meet him, you're, you're going to think that he's some whack job. He talks like this. He's very matter, matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, he's very intelligent. He's been, he went to college and stuff like that. Uh and it's funny because whenever when I'm reading this book, because I bought the book, so I'm like, oh, I got to read this now. Yeah, I read it in his voice, which is weird. <laughs> I bought Gilbert Gottfried's uh, his autobiography and read it all in his voice. <laughs> I had to stop reading it because I'm like, I'm just sick of his voice. Uh, but no, Travis Walton is pretty. Uh, he was pretty uh, believable. I think well, he was like very a, believable, a, and he's just very matter of fact. And, like and we, we, we had a yeah. we had a we had a close encounter. And I mean, and to an extent, and I actually met you know, with um, one, one of one of our buddies. Like he has a similar story that I just found out about, and we'll have to catch up on that sometime because he had similar like to the story we had. In, like we was it like ninety sky ninety eight ninety nine? What what year was that? Maybe ninety nine. That would have been we were yeah we were right around college. It was, age. Around, it was around when they had right around all the stuff that was going on with the Joliet lights. Yeah. We had one around that same exact time that matches all those stories. Sweet, I meant it was it was it was. I the mean, problem is that we were drinking and smoking, so everybody I've told that story to was like, "Oh but sure, that's not that's you know, bullshit." Like, sure, no, no one's gonna. I met Bob Gimlin too, the guy from the Gimlin Patterson movie of bigfoot like back in oh 72 let me tell you that dude i i think he's full of crap and uh the one guy has uh, well well because (laughs) the one guy admitted that uh the guy who wore the suit admitted that and they even bounced the check behind the camera to make the i mean there's all sorts of wonky stuff there but let me tell you i want to look as good as this dude does because he's like 88 looks like an old man pimp i mean he's got the tight white mustache the cowboy hat the cowboy duds and stuff like that i i don't care if it's true or not i want to believe him just because he's awesome but we went to a horror hound and they had like the cryptid room which is funny because george sukalus was in there 
And then he, the demand for him was so big, he got moved to the main floor, which I met him too. And he's a super nice guy. And we share our Bigfoot theories. Uh, I, I like George Suclos, but I, I, all the people there and everybody there believes. Well, I, I know. want to believe. And that's why I like Rogan. He's like, he's has such a good skeptic viewpoint on it. And he, he, that's why he, he was good on with, with the Ackroyd, yeah. where he's right. like, come on, Joe. Come on. I mean, Come, Come on, Dan. On, Dan. I mean, yeah. You know, but you you realize that's your own bias. Like he's yeah. into that idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the, Re- but recognize he, your own bias when you want to see something. When he has a commander for the Navy on, who right. had other people on with footage to back it up, that has been uh, authenticated by the government. I all of a sudden my my uh, my hairs perk up. It's like okay, there's a lot of things about this that uh are kind of weird and nobody's talking about it i think it's because like everything these days with youth there's so many fake. Oh, vi- yeah. there's so many fake videos i mean yeah. one day i i think i talked about this on a previous podcast podcast where my uh, son was watching a youtube video about these monsters and it was done in such a such an effective the, way the with this slender great, man this guy yeah. it, it was it was about it was like the seven seven most uh, something, something, monsters in history, and it had a really smooth talking guy, and it had really cool effects, and it talked about everything like it was real. And he's watching this, and I walked into the room, and I'm like, you know, none of, none of that's real, right? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, that's all fake. What you're watching right now, everything you're watching is fake. So there's so much fake stuff out there. I think people are kind of like hear this, this UFO stuff, and they're like, okay, yeah, whatever. It's just another one of these stupid things. But this is like crazy because these are these are like credible dudes, at least seemingly credible mm. dudes who are saying this, and nobody's saying anything about it. Like nobody cares. I think it's kind of spooky because most people already sort of acknowledge that they. They're, it has they, to be there's it has to be something else. Yeah, right, exactly. Spooky. Like most people have sort of already accepted but, that. But you know, though, it's like uh, if you want to go, let's say we all decide to go camping. Yeah. And uh, three virile young men, and. Uh, we want to find Bigfoot. We want to hear Bigfoot. We're going to hear Bigfoot by the time the weekend's over. Well, yeah, your mind will play tricks on you. You'll start hearing all sorts of stuff. My, my favorite line that Rogan always says, he goes, is he always says, you know, he goes, you're more likely to find Bigfoot than you are finding a black guy to look in for one. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's that's hilarious. But I, I, I don't know. You, you know, there's all sorts of theories. Uh Especially like the Bigfoots, get. I have a theory, but it gets tied in with aliens and stuff like that. Where where I really think, uh, I, I think that at one point aliens came down and helped. Okay, here's the wacky guy. I think that, <laughs> yeah, I think that aliens came down and they did build a pyramid. Gobekli Tempe, uh, you know, there's more, uh, did you know that there's more pyramids in the Sudan than there is in Egypt? No. Yeah, there, there, there you go. Now you know facts, folks. Uh but there's pyramids all over. There's pyramids down in South America. There's pyramids. There's there's structures like that that couldn't possibly. There's no explanation on how what we think were savages could have built this stuff. And my theory is uh, the Bigfoot was the first humans, and hmm. they did all the heavy lifting because you know if you have an eight foot tall, nine foot tall Chewbacca looking creature, he can lift a lot more. You know, not to mention I'm sure the aliens had technology. But that's, I think that they were the humans. And then once they rounded it up and put the humans, they planted the humans on here to, to uh, 
it's we're like a science experiment. Why? Well, so I almost but, wonder if like but, the, but the guy who. What's but like whenever you see Bigfoot and the hair, it always comes back as human. Well, maybe it's because they were humans 1.0 and we were the evolved beings from Bigfoot. See, well, that's you go pee and you miss a lot. <laughs> but, you know, and so we're like the humans 2.0, where Bigfoot was human 1.0, and we're sharing some of the same DNA. Well, that's where the, that's where things... And it's hard to... to oh, there's put, a million theories out there. It's hard to put that into your mind when you think about evolution, because it's like, you know, they say that we share evolutionary traits with lizards, and we can't... It's hard to put that into perspective. But when you you go across a billion years... A lot can change. Now they're saying... Just look at dogs. How yeah. much dogs... Over 20,000 years, what we've done to dogs. Oh, yeah. Like how uh, we've been able to change dogs. That's what the last They're, they're saying now, though, that we're more... We share more DNA with bon- Bonobo... Bonobo? I'm not sure how Bonobo. You, Bonobo monkeys than we do with the chimpanzees. But I also just read an article where they think that uh, the apes have now moved into... Uh, like the the ape stone age where they have evolved so I've much. I read something about that. That uh, is they, cool. Yeah, yeah, where they've moved into, you know, so planet of the apes So is, as a as a side note, uh 2001 Space Odyssey, you know, the scene that yeah. the scene where the 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 apes fight and then Yeah, where they take a bone the and So yeah. as a as a joke, I used to play a, a friend Tim. I uh, we shared a apartment in college and when we would have late night parties and drink and we would, uh, well, he'd pass out in his room, and then I would go and s- slide into his room. I'd put 2001 Space Odyssey on his DVD player, crank up the s- sound, and then go to bed. And then I would always put it at that scene where where all the monkeys are just go freaking out. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, so I always think of that one. Sorry, it's good Tim. times. Yeah, good times. Yeah. And then he would yell, damn you filthy apes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I would hear, uh, you know, F you, John. <laughs> you passed out your share, too, don't I? <laughs> yeah. So You're I'm sorry. way nicer than I would have been. Sorry, everybody. There was, I, a lot I, of, I, there was a lot of mean stuff that happened, too, in those er- that era, too. Oh, yeah, we had set booby traps up in the, in the halls so people would hurt themselves trying to go pee in the middle of the night. But, uh. Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody. I, I I had to bring that up. I mean, it's just like it's just been bothering me. I like seeing these things on Rogan. I mean, because I I really like Rogan. I think you know some people on Twitter. I mean, Twitter's just a it's a dumpster fire. Cesspool. It yeah. is. It, there's just so much negativity. It's it's un, unreal. I mean, Joe Rogan is is in the middle. I mean, he tries to have everybody on his show, all areas, which is why he does so good because yeah. he could have the most far right. Or far left person. When you get to hour three, he he cracks them apart. Right. He does it consistently. You know, he makes Alex Jones interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and his interview with Alex Jones he was, humanizes him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You I, go like he's just a guy. I don't and, know. You know, and Jordan Peterson, which I mean, and it's funny because Jordan Peterson's on there and he's this controversial figure, and they're he, talking about uh, because he's part of the carnivore diet, and they talked about it. Then he had his daughter on too, and she's the same thing because she had. Uh, all sorts of like autoimmune disease, and now the carnivore diet is you only eat meat. Right, right. There's no vegetables. Yeah, I, and yep. I think she dabble every once in a while. She's like, but whenever I do, she goes, it just throws me off. And so I'm like, oh. I think actually Jordan, not to speak bad about him, because I actually like his 
he's with the stuff that he's been on, especially with Rogan. But he actually is in he's in rehab for uh, uh, pill pill addiction, right? He was on. Um, I didn't know. I, that. I didn't know. Yeah, he's on. Or he was on. Uh, what's the one for ADD? Ritalin. It's something like or, that. Yeah, that, that's a big thing. Or, or Adderall. Adderall. Maybe. Yeah, that's a big thing. I didn't know about that. I hope it was I'm, that. I'm a fan of his. I mean, his whole, I mean, I don't even know uh, why I was, he's. I thought you were going to say you were a fan of Adderall. No, yeah. no, no, no. I, well, that's, Peterson, that's I, mean, like, I don't even know why he's become a controversial figure because he's just, his whole be, message. Be, because like we talked earlier, yeah, people right. take sound bites. Yeah, right. And, they don't and, listen to his whole show, but his whole, his whole show is, is such a inspirational thing about working hard. I mean, it's just, yeah, but that's, yeah, whatever. But, uh. That's, that's everyone though, uh, you know, and you make, uh. Did you uh, the young lady who his wife uh, has cancer too? Yeah, no, the young sure lady who it. spoke on, uh, and everyone was so inspired by her. She's from Sweden. The, uh, talking about how uh, global warming, and, yeah, yeah, and, and, and whatnot, just jumped all over her. Well, and, and then the video circus where they uh, a lot of people feel like she's just uh, they used her as a spokesman. Because then when they went to ask her questions and stuff, she kept going, well, why don't you ask other people questions? And she wouldn't answer any of the questions. So it was like, they, here's what you need to say. You know, I, I feel bad for her. I, I mean, because realistically, this poor young lady has been thrust. And, and she's got her own stuff. And then like she's destroyed all, on Yeah, because she's like the high else. end of autism. And I mean... There, that's this a, is a long story. I mean, there's been yeah. girl, little, like, they've... Uh, the. If people people from this 80s have, have or 70s and 80s have come out about environmental issues and oh, this is yeah. not a new thing well, like Bernie that, Sanders people, is trying to say in 12 years out. this irrevocable but I just read an article to where they're saying the ozone layer is starting to re- because we've not, not as much aerosol because of, that it's starting to repair itself yes I've also read stories of where alien ships have I've seeded the well, ozone layer these, these tic-tac-shaped yes. things that I was yeah. talking about Either earlier. Either way. They're yes, doing something. They're seeding it with water. Well, that's what they were you know what? Uh, that's interesting, and you know, as a side note, because everybody with regards to global warming was concerned about our emissions that we as humans are doing. Yeah. Although the, the emissions that come, the methane emissions that come naturally from the oceans constitute like 60% yeah. of the impact. Yeah. On the ozone layer, so it, but well, whatever. you know, though, and realistically, I, I do think that uh, maybe we need to think a little bit more instead of taking out trees and deforestation. That, that stuff and, for sure. I am worried about that. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that that's a big thing. Much. But I, I'm amazed at this point in time we haven't come up with a machine that can take CO2 and turn it to oxygen. We can. Maybe we can. Well, plants. We, well, yeah, plants. But I mean, to do it. Biomechanically. No, we don't need it. We just need more plants. I, I 100% agree. I totally agree. You know, uh, you know, cut a tree down, plant one. I mean, that I was... that. You know, you once know, what, they what figure they, it out... What's the quote that says, uh, he, uh, you know a wise man, and when it, a, a man who plants a tree who, who will never sit in the shade of it is a, is a wise man or something like that? Have you heard that? I don't know, but I'm inspired. Uh, did, that makes sense. Did though, you, right? It's like that Indian dude who planted a forest because he would go and like... Once a week, buy a tree and just plant one. That's my dad. <laughs> I'm serious. He's planted thousands of trees in his life, and he's made a point. He's like he, he just he every year he always makes a point to go out and plant trees, oak trees, and he'll just huh. put them. And he's been doing it. I mean, my whole I, I, my whole totally, life. Totally, <laughs> because you know I vaguely recall uh, stories of your dad. 
He's a folk hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like Arlo Guthrie. <laughs> oh, that's funny that you even bring up Arlo Guthrie. He's he actually grew Who's up Arlo in a town. Arlo Guthrie is a, a folk, folk singer. singer. Oh, okay. Uh, this the, land the, is your land. Yeah, this land is my right, he, The uh, the song uh, Alice's Restaurant is yeah. from my dad's hometown. Oh. In Western Massachusetts with the blind judge and the whole. Yeah. That's, the that's all very true, actually. Some of the stories. But, but you should, I mean, if, if the idea of you go and you plant some trees, it, not because you are going to enjoy the shade, but because you know that trees need to be planted. And whether you're dead before they're grown or not, it doesn't matter. We know that we need to plant. I, I wipe my ass a lot. I should yeah. probably plant some trees to make up for all the toilet paper I've used, right? It's funny because most of the stories I got of your dad was from your sister. Probably not so positive. No, no, not so positive at all. <laughs> He's kind of, kind your of a dad harsh. likes to hunt and fish and he liked boys. And your sister was a girly girl and... Well, yeah, yeah, and it's funny because they 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 uh, they they clash, but they there's a uh, they're they're probably a lot alike. Oh, right? well, that's why they clash. Right. You know, you clash with the people who you who you're most alike. But he he's that he's that sort of very simplistic, and and I don't mean that in a negative way. No, like, no, you're like oh, you want to help the earth? Well, have you planted any trees this year? Yeah, he's common. Oh. He's, he's just a, a, <laughs> a little Native American in there, basic right? Basic common sense. Well, the Native American pragmatic, it, right? Yeah. Like, well, how much? I mean, what are you doing to help? There's a whole, there's a whole lot of. Uh, it's a shame because, like the Native Americans, there's a whole lot of medicine that we missed out on because we were more worried about their land than we were their ways. And you know, uh, yeah, they're like, uh, like the East embraced their natural medicine and stuff, and they're not far off. There's a lot of stuff that they can do. That's, oh, I got the hiccups. That are just amazing, and we missed that. I think we missed that boat with the Native Americans. Sure, I, I, sixty Minutes had this special this week about uh, psilocybin mushrooms, just getting people to quit drinking and smoking, uh, microdosing. Well, well, not even that. Just just going in and having three mega sessions where yeah. they just go hard, you know, take a pretty uh, heavy dose. Microdosing is for like to help with depression and stuff. Yeah. Do you know like ayahuasca and stuff? Have you heard yeah. about that? Yeah. Well, because Rogan talks about it. All well, the time. I, I'm familiar but, with all of it, yeah, but it's but, just but there's it's studies and you got to. Native American. American stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, all that stuff there, is there's, relevant. There, there's ayahuasca churches in South America where these people who are hardcore alcoholic because they drink like this grain alcohol that the villages and they'll go to these join these ayahuasca churches and then you'll see them just like drinking a beer and not crave another one. They can have one or two beers and done. And because the ayahuasca has basically re uh, the neural pathways, they've fixed them. Rewired the brain. Rewired them. Hmm. I used to see those commercials and I'd get so bad and it's like, I used to be an alcoholic and now I'm cured. And it would be like, no, you can't cure alcoholism. Then the dude was on Rogan and it's like, oh, because they were doing the ayahuasca stuff. There's two like two different kinds. One's an eight-hour session, one's a 14. And you go and you, and you do this a couple times and stuff. And he was talking about how he tried it. And he was in a relationship where it was on again, off again. And then he went and like tripped for like eight hours or 14 hours. And he's like, first thing I did is get on the phone and break it off with my girlfriend. He goes, because I saw every possible outcome over the, <laughs> the, the trip. He goes, none of them were good. He goes, so I dumped her right there. He goes, and my life's better now. Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Stuff. I'm, I'm twice divorced. So <laughs> makes total sense. Twice? <laughs> yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. I thought it was once. No. No, I had my my boys with uh, my first wife. We were married seven years. And then uh, I was married to my second wife. 
and uh, we're married 19 years. Wow. Man, you're old. I know. I've put a lot of time in being married. And for being a single guy, I've spent a lot of time being married. <laughs> well, I got, my, I got out my... Uh, aliens. My aliens. I'm trying to think. There was something else I wanted to talk about, but I don't know what it was. <sighs> I think we're probably pretty good. I was going to say, I think this is probably the longest cut yeah. we've gone. I don't think we've ever done an episode On- where we've gone longer without Sorry, pausing. Sorry, folks. I'm loquacious. No, I like it's, the, yeah. it's all good, man. We can keep going. How, how long are we in? We're in an hour and a half. <laughs> Rookies. Yeah. We'll see. Let's if go we a little get... longer. We we see. We used to tag these like uh, my worst holiday, we, and then we like I said, and then we had to cut them for under an hour, and and I I didn't like it because you know sometimes a good podcast is like right around this range. You get all your ideas and stuff out, you know, and you can bounce them out. But sure. when you squeeze them under an hour. It was tight because you know it's just it, the whole idea of being restricted to whenever you just you just do the show and however long it takes it takes. I one hundred percent agree. But we were doing it for a powercast uh, for Clay and Clay was a really good dude. Clay Ponder. He's got like uh, uh, an internet radio thing, and we were like his most popular show though. And we were on like a Wednesday at two in the afternoon, and everyone would tune in. And it's like, huh. He's like, yeah, pretty much all my listeners tune in for your show. So you just hand him the audio files? We just send him the files, and Clay would put us on. Nice. See, I've thought about that, because I remember uh, there was another local podcast who who would uh, give podcasts over to the Hard Rock Radio Network, and they did something like that. That's kind of the original. I should have done that, because, you know, I've known John since he was, he he was a fellow Mendotian, so... I've known John forever. You're from Mendota? I am. That explains a lot. Well, I was born... <laughs> I, I was Black squirrels in Mendota. I would, I've never I, seen that anywhere yeah. else. Except uh, for Mendota. They, they have them in Kankakee as well. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Is, 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 I've that, seen them in the timber of Putnam County. Yeah. I don't know, I've never seen it kid. anywhere else because I used to work in Mendota. Yeah. Uh, no nope, black squirrels. And, uh, you know, it's funny because each town has like a, a dominant squirrel. Like Mendota's black and Kankakee was black. And then you'll go to ones where you see gray squirrels. Then you'll see red squirrels. And, you know, and that's really? like the, it's like they're all like little squirrel gangs. <laughs> huh. Well, oh, uh, yeah, no, I don't. Oh, I, I do have to apologize because I had this noted here. Um, I think on our last episode. I talked extensively about how I was going to do a puppy cam. Yeah. Yeah, it never happens. And I your apologize. puppy's no longer a puppy. She's not. No, she is a puppy. She's but she's a just too giant ch- pain in the butt. Puppy. You know, uh, have you ever heard of Twitch? Yeah. Where, you know, people watch other people play video games and some people make lots of money doing it and stuff like that. Right. Uh, well, my uh, son's friend decided he was going to do it and he played like some old game and he wasn't, and he's like, he wasn't even really all that good at it. But he also had like uh, a tortoise, and he he ended up instead of twitching the games, he twitched. There was like a tortoise cam, and people would tip him to feed the tortoise, and tor- <laughs> and it was a big tortoise, and it can eat a lot. So he people like give him a dollar, and he'd feed it a piece of lettuce, and, and it's like and, and Sebastian, he's like, I gave him money. And he'd be like, why are you giving me money to feed? He's like, because it's cool. I like watching you feed your tortoise. And he made more money uh, feeding the tortoise than he ever did uh, 
twitching. Twitching, yeah. <laughs> nice. He's yeah. like, he didn't make any money twitching, but once he started feeding the tortoise, he was making enough to feed the tortoise each month. Oh, and, wow. uh, you know, and a little bit extra. And it's like, huh, that's funny. That's I'm not sure if that's the friend who, uh, one of Sebastian's, my youngest is Sebastian. Uh, one of his friends took a picture of his car, then put it on Craigslist with his phone number that it was for sale. It Whoops. was not. It was not for sale. Did so he like he's like all of a sudden at like two in the morning, my phone starts blowing up. People <laughs> because he put like, and it was like a, you know, a Mitsubishi Lancer. It was a nice little car. It was newer. Put it for five hundred bucks on Craigslist. Uh, you Whoops. know, yeah, oh, that's, that's yeah. nice. <laughs> awesome it's a good prank. Yeah, it is. What well, else? You- I think we're about good. I think so, too. So which one's your car so I can take a picture of it? No, please don't. I don't know if I'd get 500 for mine. It's it's, a, it's not exactly new. Well, it's a classic. It's a, it's a Honda Accord. I used to drive a, a Ford Ranger, and uh, I had to trade it in and get rid of it because they said, you're one good bump away from the frame rusting off of it and just falling which bummed me because I was a year away from it being an antique. What, what year was it? 1994. Wow. Okay. Oh, it's great. And I was so sad. I have to, uh, I just, I remember one thing I wanted to mention on Twitter, the cesspool of the world. Uh, I was so enlightened by the fact that the Peru Daily News has retweeted several of our tweets. Like and and other local stories, the funny part is Peru Daily News is Peru the country. Oh, that's awesome! Daily News. Oh, it's an algorithm. Oh, it, that's even better. Yeah, so they're it's, they're 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 they. It's an algorithm that's cranking together uh, stories. It's, about, an, it's an agglomerator or whatever you want to call it, like yeah. a news aggregator, aggregator, aggregator agglomerator. Yeah. So every once in a while, it'll tell them into it, minerals. It, it'll retweet one of our tweets, and it was just like, why is it doing this? And then I looked at it, it's like, oh yeah, okay. Uh, so I appreciate that. I know they're not listening. But thank you, Brew Daily News. For, for all you people new to Twitter, and I don't think there's a ton, but if you hashtag just weird stuff, you will get weird followers. <laughs> I do not suggest hashtagging tranny because you get some really weird followers there. Okay. Well, that's a good tip. Uh, trust me. I found this out. Uh, <laughs> From experience. You, you're, you're, uh, your Twitter like work is is interesting like if you just go on to your jay can't you you can see what you're into and you yeah just, well unfortunately i had to mute you for a while because i would be at work and i would go on my computer and every once in a while boobs something would pop up yes. and it's like oh shit you know, I, was like, I shouldn't have this <laughs> on i'm, tr- my I'm work trying computer. to con- no, i'm not being don't 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 censor yourself no in i'm wonder. not no, no. i'm not censoring myself <laughs> I, I try to be but you know i do a lot of it's classy uh, yeah i don't really give a shit what people That's think it is what it is if you meet me in person i'm going to talk about boobs too uh we're men. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do. And too many people sense they're, oh, well, you know, I have a public following. Hey, so do I. And yeah. I warn them all. If you know me in person, don't have me around small children. <laughs> you know, especially like I used to go to a friend's house and uh, he's like, you really got to stop cussing around my kids. I'm like, well, don't give me booze. <laughs> you know, because you'd be there for like a bonfire. Well, it's it, also, it's, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. With and you can teach those children to, yeah, go. Hey, well, that's Jay. He was, he was, yeah. he's four or five cups in. Yeah. That's what you get. You're not allowed to do you, that. You know, you have 25 adults, and then you have your two children there. Yeah, you know, well, I think it's actually really good to bring your kids around your adult friends, yeah. and you can say, "This is what we do." 
Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, and this guy, he swears a little bit. You're not allowed to do it because you're nine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, when my kids were little, my kids, I let my kids watch South Park. My kids watched the first episode of South Park. And and it's a learning moment. Hey, you know what? Some parents don't let their kids watch this stuff. Don't talk about it at school or you're not going to get to watch it. Right. And my kids never talked about South Park at school. You or know? or do it when the teachers aren't listening. Yeah, or you know, like I would listen to music, like and my kids and, and my kids never appreciated my music until their friends started coming around. They're like, "Your dad has an awesome CD collection." Because I'm old and I still like CDs. Uh, Your dad has an awesome CD collection. Uh, I thought I was doing something wrong recently when I, me and my 12 year old, we were watching John Wick two, which all the John Wick movies are awesome. But I mean, that's I, I totally pretty agree. awesomely. Oh, it's very violent. It's so violent. It's very violent. But that's all. It's just violent. I like the stories when people took their kids to see Joker. And it's like, look, they told you in the beginning, don't take your kid. And it's not really because everyone's like, oh, people are leaving the theater because it was so violent. No, they're leaving because it was so boring. (laughs) I mean, there was... One, two, three, four... Boredom mixed with violence. I'm thinking maybe at most 10 kills. I mean, that's John Wick. Five minutes into John Wick. Yeah. Uh, You know. John Wick's so good. I totally agree. Uh, and it's not, it wasn't over the top violent, but I wouldn't want my kids because this guy is just slipped into depression and just, it was just a depression. It was a really good movie if they would have left the DC universe out of it. It would have been a better, yeah. a better movie, a I think. Movie. So we started with Joker. And we're gonna end with Joker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah, that is yeah, it. What's your what's your uh where, where can we read the articles again? Just take one uh, last plus spoiler country. Spoiler um, country. I'm all over on there and check out the other articles too, because we're all over. It's a lot of comic book stuff, movies, uh we were DC heavy for a while because I ranked the Jokers and which Cesar Romero rules. Uh, even though he refused to shave his mustache. Uh, which makes him even more awesome, and he, and he and he also had sex with Desi Arnaz Jr. What he did? That's what the that's what his biographer is saying, because Desi Arnaz Jr. was the type of man who liked sex. Okay, good for them. Yeah, I, I don't really care one way or the other. Right, if they're happy with it, they're happy with it. Uh, but there's everything from there's a lot of Star Wars articles because Robert uh, does a Star Wars podcast, uh, shooting the Sith. Uh, I'm always afraid I'm going to say it. Uh, spoiler country, if you're into comics and movies and stuff. And these guys are pretty much on, really on top. Plus, John's doing a comic book, so they have, like, Jimmy Palmati's been on there. He does uh, Harley Quinn and stuff like that uh, with a man, his wife, Amanda Connor. I think they're married. Uh, all, all sorts of different artists and stuff like that, famous ones. I'm a big fan of 30 Days a Night, the movie. And I also have the book. And he's like, oh, he goes, we have him on all the time. So I'm like, oh, now I have to go back and listen to those. <laughs> if you're into aliens and stuff, though, totally unsolicited, Hysteria 51 is the podcast for you. Out of Chicago. You. Out right? of Chicago. Out Brent of Chicago. Hand, we had Brent Hand on our show uh, when I was on there. I think it was like my last show. The audio was horrible. Uh, and, and John Goforth. That a lot on that show. Well, that's a, yeah, yeah, well... Anyway, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, you know, I have nothing but respect for Mark and what he does and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just, uh, keep doing. it, it was doing, just Mark. time. I was just turning into a negative place where I just, I didn't want to ruin the podcast and I, it was just time for me to go. 
So, but I'm actually I have a podcast. I think I'm brewing up some ideas, and I want to have more local. Maybe this uh, this idea I was telling you. Well, about I'm pro- I'm definitely going to talk to you. Might be something to uh, try out. So okay. yeah, once again, if anybody out there is interested in podcasting or trying out podcasting, just wants to get some ideas out there, let me know, please. I would be happy to assist you and do the legwork, the internet stuff, and. All that. I'm, 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 I really want to do this. I think this would be cool for the local Illinois Valley area. This is for people who live in the area now or even used to live in the area. If you have some connection to the Illinois Valley greater area, let me know because that's all you need to be a part of this 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 thing I'm thinking about doing. So, And if like, you like comic movies and boobs, I could always use a co-host. <laughs> We'd like to thank... Uh, Riverfront Bar and Grill, Bo's Jigs and Tackle, and Stacy Mayer's Design. I think that's the show, everybody. Yeah. Wrap it up. All right. Thanks, Jay, for coming. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is fun. My dream come true. You have officially <laughs> been the longest episode we've ever done. That's what Yay! I do. Until the next time I'm here. Good night. We'll get you up to Rogan Link. Bye.